Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, how's it going? This is Kevin Heffernan. And Steve Lemmy. And welcome to another episode of Chewing It. Mm, and we have some tasty stuff for you to chew today. Um, what a guest. What a great guest we, we landed today. Oh, my God. We got one of our favorite big fish. Yeah. Josh Homme. From Queens of the Stone Age. Right, Eagles of Death Metal. Caius. I mean... Uh, a uh, 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 Dem Crooked Vultures. Dem Crooked Vultures. God. I mean, the guy's a fucking... He's a legend. He's a legend. He's a rock and roll legend. Yeah, and, and he's, he's legendary, and he's also currently awesome. <laughs> uh, and a, fuck, a super funny guy. And what a funny dude. You know, what like, a great you, funny dude. You hang out with him. We're supposed to be in the comedy business, but he is sharp and funny and can improvise. Yeah. And he's in the rock and roll business and the comedy business. He really is. It makes him kind of jealous. And the nice guy business. Yeah, because he rolled up a, 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 on like a motorcycle. Yeah. Like looking tough. With his like skull rings and his like animal skin boots. Yeah, we rode up together in like your Honda CRV. Yeah. Was, you know yeah, my little family wagon <laughs> with like, uh, you know, my rubber chicken hanging from the mirror. Uh, but we also had... Another surprise guest. We did. Or have, I guess you'd say. We have. Paul Soder. Paul Soder from Broken from Lizard. Broken Lizard, making his third appearance on the podcast. As we find out, he is currently our most frequent guest. And he's close with Josh, and uh, it was fun to have him join in and uh, shoot the shit with us. Yeah. Uh, uh, so listen to it. You're going to love it. This is great. We talk, we talk rock and roll. We talk about Josh's bands and, uh, it's a and ver- comedy. It's a rockin' funny episode yeah. of chewing it um and so uh uh just so you know just to follow up where we uh we got a couple of gigs coming up in may mm-hmm. right we're gonna uh we get uh like four out of five weekends uh, yeah we'll be hitting the road we'll put the dates up but we're gonna be uh we're gonna be in salt lake city at wise guys we're gonna be um at Cobbs in san francisco and then uh we are going to be at the comedy zone in charlotte and then we're gonna be at the laugh shop in calgary so those are the four kind of shows we have uh, so if you're there, Salt Lake, San Francisco, Charlotte, Calgary, uh, wow! Come check the uh, website heffernandlemmy.com. We'll put all the info up there, and you can check out the dates and get the tickets. And uh, we'll give more specific info as we get closer. Yeah, heffernandlemmy.com. We got a Facebook page, Heffern and Lemmy. We got our Twitter. Yep, at Heffern and Rules. At Steve Lemmy. We got our Instagram, which is Heffern and Lemmy. Yeah, I got to update. That We're one. all over the place. We're good. Um, and before we get going. I want to say something. This episode of Chewing It is brought to you by our friends over at K1 Speed. Now, uh, why would I go to K1 Speed? Well, if you have the need for speed, K1 is the place for you to race. Uh, Where? Well, it's America's premier indoor kart racing center. It's in the United States. Okay, okay. You can experience the thrills of 100% emissions-free European-style electric go-karts. Well, I like to go fast. How fast can I go? I'll tell you this. They reach speeds of 40 Five miles an hour. Wait a second. And me and uh, members of my family? What's the age? Anyone. Anyone can go. Adults and juniors. And you know when you can go? No. Any day you want. Seven days a week? Open seven days a week. I can feed my need for speed? Yeah. I can race to a location near me today? Yeah. You want to know how? Tell me. Go to k1speed.com. Okay. Find a location. Or you can go over to uh, the Chewing It website. Or and you can go to the Chewing It website and get a, a coupon. We got a coupon over there. Oh, you know what uh, having a coupon does for you? Gets five dollars off. Saves you money. Five dollars. Five dollars. You could go buy a Subway <laughs> Footlong for that. But I don't like to double advertise. Five dollars. I'm, I'm here to promote K1 Speed. Yeah. Because that place is the place to race on your next racing experience. K1 Speed. Vroom. All right, let's jump in to Josh Homme. Rhymes with mommy. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, let's great. go with the flow. What a fun episode. Let's go with the flow. This might be our first. Is this our first like rock 
star musician? Well, we had John Popper. Oh, Popper. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah fuck you. Yeah. Popper's awesome. Um, but the, it's a slightly different. I mean, uh, they're, they're more of like a folksy bluesy, uh, the blues traveler. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, Hami and all of his bands are a little harder. Yep. 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 yep, yep, yep um, but both uh, great. E- equally awesome. Equally great guys. Equal fans of comedy. Yeah. Um, okay. By the way, just so everybody knows, Kevin did defeat me in the Oscar pool. He beat me oh, by right. one. Right. Uh, he, he got best film. I got best actor. We each guessed her for best original screenplay. Right. He got me on best adapted screenplay. Yeah, dog. That's where he won the whole Four thing. Four years a slave. Yeah. So anyway, I have to uh, give him a pedicure. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, is that what we decided? No, I just thought of it on the spot. Okay. I really want to see your feet. You want to touch my toes? I do. Who doesn't want to touch their toes? That's gross. You can't touch your toes. Haven't so done I'll in touch years. Them for you, yeah. Haven't done in years. Thank you, folks. We'll be here all week. Yeah. Uh, okay. Veal. Thank you, everybody. Okay, bye. Enjoy the podcast. Now entering nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast stream. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. We have this thing called Sifta. Save it for the air. Oh yeah, I've been sifted. Sifta, times. Sifta. Sifta. But what I, I, I yeah. think I was a member of that for a couple of years. You were? Yeah. yeah. That was your first group. So it was our meetings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was. I was definitely there. But like, so like, what happens is we start, we sit down, we start bullshitting, and either it's catching up or just like the general casual bullshit of like what we've been up to and and like the good jovial, stuff. carefree. Yeah. The convivial good times. Yeah, yeah. yeah not and showing off. You are like, oh, you want to capture it. Exactly. Yeah. And then you can, you know, you can figure out which part yeah, of the you podcast. Turn, you turn the mic on and you go, hi. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. With a podcast, you can just start recording <laughs> anytime you want, man. Yeah. Any kind of shit that's me on there that you want to be on. But, like, one of the things I want to talk about. Specialty. She'll turn the mic on when you even know it's on. It's already on. It's on. See? That's the thing. It's like, what I, one of the things I want to talk it's about. It's not recording, but it is on. It's on. No, it's recording. No, it's not, but <laughs> it is on. No. Dude, Katie gets everything. Katie gets fucking everything. She gets me. So, like, I want to talk about, like, what a funny guy you are. Like, you're, you're a musician. You're a rock and roll star. We're jumping right into that? Okay. No, no, no. We're, we're going to do it later. We're going to do it later. But, oh. But, like, he was already here. He was rolling. Like, I put my bottle of water down, and he right. goes, vodka? He was making jokes? And I go, no, no, it's, uh, it's, my new, uh, it's my new clear tea. And he goes, it's straight pee. And then he goes, PT. And then he goes, PT Cruiser. And he starts fucking rolling. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, because I all of a sudden pictured him, like, walking along the sidewalks, like, hey, everybody. And I thought, that's a PT Cruiser right there. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That'd be a Look sweet new, new tune, PT Cruiser. Piss uh, test he- coming up. I've never no done problem. headphones before. Do it. So you go headphones. Yeah, go headphones. Yeah. What's the, why is, I go one because then you get like a good. Off, you get like go a one, good one leg up, one leg down. in there. Hello, 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 hello. Who's that? What am I getting at? Hello, this hello, hello. I'm two. Well, here you'll, you'll realize how far away you are from the mic once you have the headphones. Yeah, then you'll know to get up. You know how I like to get up in there. Yeah, see now up in that microphone. Like hello, check. Check. I still feel quiet. Do you? What's up? Let's find out. I'm two. What number are you? Are you one? You're one. I'm one. Okay, you're up now. Okay. How's that? I'm seven. Do I really sound I'm seven? You're, you're f- three, probably. And you're four. Seven. Are you three and seven? Come on. Oh, Yo! shit. Come on. Shit. Right in the life. Queen oh, of the Stone so Age. You wear a Quatza reference. Uh... Quatza. <laughs> Does anyone ever say that? Quatza? Yeah. They're like, hey, Quatza. Have, have you ever thought of... Do you like Quato from uh, Total Recall? I do. I've freed my mind many times. Dude. <laughs> I've freed Mars. 
Dude. Which is what I call my Johnson. Red skies on blue skies on Mars. If Mars <laughs> is your dick. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, no, uh my friend Johnson. <laughs> we were just talking before, but like uh here's the difference, right? I rolled up or we all rolled up in like uh uh parent cars. Like I had a fucking I have car seats in the back of my thing. You roll but you have kids, but you roll up on a motorcycle. Yeah, I have a car seat on the front of the motorcycle. You do? It's on the handlebars. You throw the kid on there? It's like a Dutch. It's on the thing. spokes. They yeah. go <laughs> <laughs> They are the card. Yeah, they, um, yeah. Go on. Answer well, that. you guys, you guys pulled up in in all electric vehicles that were latched together like choo choo trains. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to to be fair, let's. I was a passenger in Kevin's car. I don't want to get him on this choo choo. No, but, that's yeah. But you know, you're you're it's, you have a family car too. I it's bought one like, yesterday. Right, like you traded in your convertible Audi at one point and got the got this. It, it was traded so in your family and yeah. got the car. Right? Got the car. It, it was so cliche driving my convertible Audi back to the dealer. Like <laughs> sad. <laughs> an era had come to an end. I was having an early midlife crisis. It was sad. I know. But Josh has kids. How do you pull that off, man? You get, you get to roll up in a, in a motorcycle, dude. Well, I've had the... Um, it's rock and roll. That's what it is. You know, I think... Uh, I, I've had the same car since I was 14. I've had a 67 Camaro since I was 14. Really? And I put five-point seatbelts in the back so you don't have to... So you can crash? Use, yeah, so, so, I can, so I can hit people and the kids will be okay. Death proof. Death proof, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and so they're kind of strapped in there and... They dig it, you know. Yeah, and uh, but they're really short and they don't know that much. So. When you go top down with the kids back there, it's the- not convertible. You mean when I just take my shirt off? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. See, he's fucking fast. That's what I'm talking <laughs> Wait, about. He's quick. Does I your wife? You guys. Does your wife like drive a minivan or no? Uh, no, she drives like a SUV because okay. we we hate the earth, so we want to. Got it. Got it. Me too. Me too. Yeah, that's good. everybody's to make the, everywhere browner. Sure. A little browner. More sure. fallow. Yeah. <laughs> Should go brown initiative. Yeah. I'd heard about that. I thought it was something else. Yeah, we got four signatures. and uh, <laughs> You could get UPS to sponsor yeah. that for yeah. you. <laughs> Definitely. The, uh, I, you know, I bought a Honda Pilot, which yeah. gets 15 miles uh, less miles to the gallon. Pirate or Pilot? Pilot. Pirate would be a sweet car. I'd get the uh, Honda Pirate. Pirate. It's got one, one, one headlight, headlight cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you making a left? The, the nav is yeah. like, are you ready to go? The, comes they with should, Parrot in the back seat? They should do that. They should do a fucking Pirate nav. You yeah. know how they have the special celebrity yeah. ones like John Cleese does yeah. one? and yeah. like A Pirate one would be fucking great. Yeah. A, Gil- a Gilbert Gottfried one would be good, too. Darn, <laughs> ah, you think about turning left now. <laughs> Spending too many nights out, use yeah. the Gilbert Gottfried one. And then just, I'm going to stay, stay in. Home. I you stay home. Yeah, yeah. That's how you say yeah. the earth. Yeah, right? yeah it's true. Uh, let's introduce who we got here. We got a couple of guests here. We do. We have a couple of exciting guests. Okay. Today. A pair of guests. Okay. A pair of guests. Yes, we do. Uh, today, joining us here is Josh Homme. Hello. Of? Of many things. Queens of the Stone Age. Basically, mainly. No, would you no, say that? I'm not no. the president of the Do Stuff Corporation. Okay, president of the Do Stuff Corporation. But he's, you know, I mean, but uh, as as you have said, you are rock and roll schizophrenic. You you are in a few bands. There's a I, lot of bands. I, I am because it's you know, it's uh, there's so much cool stuff to do. Actually, yeah, you can't say no to anything. I know it. I know. But why would you? But why would you? Why do you have to? The uh, the bands. Uh, let's name some Eagles of Death Metal. Right. Uh-huh. Them Crooked Vultures. Yeah, mm-hmm. Them Crooked Vultures. Formerly Caius. Caius. Yeah, Caius. Back in the day. I was, you know, and the OG. cover band, Caius cover band is Caius Caius. Caius Caius. Yeah. Caius. Really? And I was also in a, in a band called Gown for a second. Really? Yeah, we played a, we formed a play on a, on a movie once. They, you know, uh, the Lonely Island guys needed a, a Europe sort of uh, yeah, yeah, no, we final t- countdown. Akiva was on our yeah. podcast last week, and we talked about you guys in Hot Rod. Yeah, so we, we, Hot were Rod. Ga- we were called Gown. Yeah, yeah. And you wore like a big wig, right? You, I, you, and yeah, I wore a yeah. prosthetic <laughs> belly, a big wig. 
Did you just have. perform or did you have a role? I, I haven't seen Hot Rod. I, I um, caught a little bit on. on well, TV I mean, my role was to be, you know, the band that played before the big jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's and a big it was like, a stretch, but I did that. Mm-hmm. But you <laughs> like. And you nailed it. And I nailed it. But you like acting, right? Like you'd like uh, to do more. No, I love comedy and I love right. going to see comedians and, and, and I don't feel shy. Like I've done tons of stuff at Largo where just. Yeah. Do whatever they. Someone's like, "Oh, we have a benefit for something," and I'm like, "I'm in." If it's someone I know, and I never know what it's going to be, so I just. Do you mean like you are doing improv, or you're doing stand-up, or you're playing? To be honest, the, when something, uh, you know, if someone asks me to do something at Largo, I just show up there, and, and they'll be like, "You need to tell a story and play a song," and I just okay, yeah. let's do that. And you came on stage with us. I did. Remember that? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That was awesome. Remember that? <laughs> That's just pure humiliation. We were in Seattle. <laughs> And yeah. you came up and, and did our like our audience participation thing, but the funny thing was like um, it was a thing. After you, I was like Soder, don't do don't do the thing, and it was like come on up, guys. Yeah, and I didn't knew. remember that at all. <laughs> well, remember it's the thing where they put the he put we put the wig on him and he'd be oh, the German yeah, guy yeah, or whatever. Chugging, uh, and Josh took the wig and shoved it down his pants instead. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the wig that we wore, like you know, throughout the rest of the things. Look, like, I added you know, as much hair as I could. I know that's the thing. Like how you know how we had some had an extra no, wig in there for us. Kind of I know. That's, like, that's like Sherlock Holmes. Shit. I've been watching a lot of Sherlock Holmes. The uh, you know the Benedict BBC? Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. fucking great. What mm-hmm. what a name that is, right? It's a great. It name. sounds like you're about to pick it. I know. You know, like. I have a uh, look at this Benedict Here, take one. Was that a garage sale? Dude, first of all, <laughs> the word "come" is in his name, right? And batch. batch, and batch, like there's cum lots batch. of it, yeah. yeah. And cumber, and like Benedict, and, like where well, it's you know, it's he just was a he was dick a dick, yeah. and then it, well, we talk about when you meet him, you call him cum batch. What's up, cum batch? Yeah, or just cum? What's up, cum? Yeah, what's mm. up, cum batch? Yeah, mm. or a ah, little Benny cum batch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we got Andrew Soder still too. Oh fuck. Why we got a rock and roll star? I know. Well, yeah, we got yeah, our I'll other just, buddy I'll here. Just, yeah, uh, but Soder's the other voice like... that you hear is Paul Soder, our, our good friend, broken Paul lizard friend, Paul Soder, back for the third time. Yeah, huh? this is it, man. You got anybody else done? Right. No, this done is the podcast the third time. No, I'm the first guy to get the. Third You're like invite? the Tom Hanks of of this podcast. Someday, someday, someday. It's like the Alec Baldwin. But this is the nice thing, Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. This is like because we talk about. Well, Soder has this thing when he talks about you where he's like, um, you know, because all comedians want to be rock stars and all rock stars want to be comedians. And every time he says that, I'm like, I don't think that's the case. Like, I think I think it might be the case. Do you want to be? Would you uh, trade your career to be a comedian? Well, because I would trade mine to be a rock star. I mean, it's not necessary to trade. So you don't have to. Yeah. But, yeah, but by the same token, I, oh boy, I'm, these I'm, guys are just. You didn't so tell me we had another half minute on the fucking show. show. Refused to entertain. Okay, okay, okay. That would never I, happen. I, so I, I, I will do that. I will do that. Um, I'd rather play music. Okay, I would right. rather play. Right. But but by the same token, I, I saw George Carlin when I was nine, and it changed everything for me. And mm-hmm. le- you know when I would, you started to swear. Instant. Well, I already did it. Did your parents bring you or something? Yeah, we were in, we were at the Desert Inn in Las Vegas. Okay. And my with did my your parents grand- know that he swears? Well, my dad was like George Carlin. He's funny, right? <laughs> and we were with my grandparents and you know my mom and my brother, and yeah. we never swore. No one ever swore around my mom or my grandparents, you know. And we went and saw Carlin. Right. And it freaked me the fuck out. I was so stoked. <laughs> but because it opened your mind up to like what things. To, what you could talk swear about. words. Well, it was the thing that opened that that really got me excited was how he used words. Mm-hmm. It, at the end, he did the you know the, the 
the seven words you can't say on television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that really didn't matter by that point because we'd been there for an hour. It was him saying, like, you know, how important it was to to understand language and use it correctly, and 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 all the. He seemed so angry against people that didn't have any common sense. You know? Right, right, mm-hmm. and. That was his joke. That was his old joke to uh, get on the airplane. Or yeah, fuck you. I'm yeah. getting in the airplane. Yeah. Leave that for the getting, daredevils. I'm not getting on the airplane. Yeah. But it goes back to it makes sense because – He wasn't we, afraid to we, be angry about it either. But also I, you think about Carlin. Like he loved language. He loved words. And, and, and I think of you like when he and I met and there was yeah. a lot of sort of texting and email exchanging. I was like, oh, this guy – this guy likes his words. You know, mm-hmm. like a word guy. He's a well, lyricist. He's a lyricist. He's a wordsmith. Yeah, it's a bit of wordsmith. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I, welcome I, to the podcast, Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bill Shakespeare, everybody. How you doing? Hey, hey how's it going? Quatza. Uh, I, 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 I think comedy has been more inspiring than music in the last bunch of years, anyways. And there's so much there to go through, whether it's Lenny Bruce or Bill Hicks or Bill and, Hicks. I fucking love Bill Hicks. Yeah, I mean, you know, watch someone take on a heckler in a way where oh, yeah. you're, you feel like, oh God, just let him go. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, like we've been doing stand-up comedy and, you know, we have audiences now. And so we're, la- we're allowed to headline by virtue of what we've done with the films. What we haven't done, though, is, is basically grow our skin for hecklers. And, yeah. and, you know, most comedians, by the time they're headlining, they've been they doing it for 15 it. years. And yeah, so they've, course, yeah. they've got all their responses. And, like, we've gotten into it a couple times with hecklers and you're like, this is your first time. Yeah, being heckled, and you're in front of like a, a huge room full of people, and it's uh, you realize there's a skill. Yeah, but do you get genuine hecklers? Like, I feel like when we went on together, the, the worst thing you had to deal with was just the guy who's just so fucking psyched that you're there that yeah. he just wants to yeah. talk but, to but, you but during that's, the show. I almost count that as a classification of heckler in a way because you have someone that's so drunk, too into you, doesn't know how to just enjoy the show. Yeah. They have to like try to rub their dick on it somehow yes yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. where you're like oh my god this is a dumb dumb yeah you're yeah. right right that's way more common like we don't get we it happens but rarely do we get the you suck you fucker you know well, that you kind do. of stuff you do get that but we've gotten that we got i get that in my house a lot yeah 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 you kiss exactly. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah from your daughter yeah. yeah no no i got into it with a woman in new jersey who was drunk and i was doing a routine about engagement night sex and how it's the most beautiful sex you can have <laughs> i was gonna tear it apart of course <laughs> But she was like, bullshit. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and she was there with a cop. And so, like, uh, she was just, he came to see us. And Two she girls, was, one cop. His day. <laughs> yeah. Boom. That's Boom. what I'm fucking talking Wordsmith. about. Wordsmith. Wordsmith. Yeah. A punster. Yeah. A pun, or is it a punist? It's a pundit. Pundit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, like, she and I got into it. And she kind of beat me because I got angry. And because we did, you you're not skilled in how to do that. It's the first time I'd ever yeah. actually come well, up with but, like a hostile. But Hicks yeah. would get so worked up that he f- sounds like he's alone. <laughs> yeah, know? like yeah. so angry that he's just off wandering, and he doesn't stop destroying the person until yes. you're you don't know whether it's like a car crash. Yeah. You know, you kind of have to listen to it, but yeah. you're kind of like stop too. You know, but at the same time, that's a fucking skill. Like that's a skill sure. that you develop over like. You know, but there's a, like, the, whoa. But that's a, okay. there's a thing about being on stage where you know, I always think of it as your your who you are is kind of a, this house. Yeah. And when you're going to go on stage, you have to turn off the lights and the rooms and most of the house and only leave that part of you oh, yeah, yeah. that's real, but that's the person that can walk up there and be something else, yeah. and it's very singular. 
Yeah. 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 And, and so, like, I feel equipped to – I've had to deal with so many – well, you sure. have you have people who are going to throw shit at you. And, oh yeah, I've been and hit, jump on the stage. I've been hit with shit by people that are into us. Oh yeah, they're not mad. They're like, they're "This like, is my show you. of support." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like this. they don't know how else to like. Yeah, I've had people just charge the stage. I've, I, you know, I've watched someone in uh, this girl in Vegas the other just a week ago or whatever. Uh, during the first song, she was trying to push forward. I could see her just pushing forward, and she just bit this girl in the arm. And I was, I thought, <laughs> no Whoa. shit, really. And, you know, I've stopped the show many times to deal with because yeah. you don't want someone to fight or hurt sure, each sure. other or do something yeah, have enjoyed the too show. lame. It's not fair. Yeah. And someone should say something. And so you kind of – I've learned to hone my – Do it um, in an efficient ha- way. Have you yeah. ever yeah. looked out yeah. into the crowds and anybody fucking many times? <laughs> yeah, many times. It just, many just times. occurred to me. Like, <laughs> many times. Sex is sexy yeah. music. In, in fact, the last, the last run we did in Europe, there was someone at the front. And, and this is actually – it's funny you should ask that. <laughs> it because, was me. Because was what me. happened you look is at it, the, Troy. the girl yeah. looked like she was passing out. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the security guys thought there was something wrong. you know. So they pull her out uh, of the front row and she has this bewildered look. <laughs> like, what? It, what? <laughs> and then he, this guy starts reaching and... You know, but if the music's so loud, they can't tell what he's really mouthing. So they I haven't pull, finished yet. No, and they pull him out too, and his pants around his ankles, and yeah. his dong is is you know like rock hard, shiny. Sergeant, he had a baby yeah. walk yeah. out of the show with his pants around <laughs> yeah, his ankles. He, but they drop him, uh, you know, on his. On they his punched mule. him. They punched him in the dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instant, instantaneously, yeah. Yeah. and it popped out the top of his head. <laughs> you know. Like a cat he chasing came a light. Up in the air. Yeah, yeah. what it like? But he had to sort of like pull up his jams and 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 move, deal with the situation. And he sure. was in the dead center of oh, of a ten thousand seat place. It takes a second to get to the edge. Oh, sure. Yeah, I feel Just terrible going from yeah. like, what, like, like the greatest yeah. to like the worst. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But that's so, the difference with comedy and rock and roll, though. It's like we, <laughs> like I, I saw, I went to see Billy Idol when he was peaking. You know, back when I was a kid, and he. He pointed at a girl in the audience. This is not a joke. Yeah. He pointed at a girl in the audience, and she instantly reached her hands into her pants and started finger-fucking herself. <laughs> okay, okay. And we were like, that's fucking rock and roll. You don't get that at a comedy no, show. I can't do that. I know, and that was his mom, so you can imagine. <laughs> <how they are. laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Idol. Yeah. She had blondes, but oh, here's mom. Susan Powder. Yeah. Stop Betty frigging Idol. it, mom. Yeah. Stop frigging it, mom. Yeah. No, my, my sister uh, was really into hair metal. Like, so when we were you know, in the 80s, you know, we listened to a As lot was of rat. I. We listened to As rat. And yeah, I, my sister, cool. mm-hmm. I my sister was summoned backstage by um, their, their second guitarist. What? I can't remember his name, mm-hmm. but she got lost. Yeah, like, an audience some, like she the... took like a wrong turn, and it turned into like a, a Hello Cleveland. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was like, Hello Cleveland. She was so fucking psyched <laughs> to go. Fuck this guy fuck. from Rat, yeah. right? But she got lost in like Denver. Like she a, had a chance Nichols to arena. fuck a rat, and yeah. she yeah. she lost that. But chance. the second, this third rat, really. Yeah. So she never got back there. No, she wandered around yeah. like, and then like, like and he punted out like, like a, a door that went like a rat in a maze. That's hysterical. He's too good. He's good. He's, He's t- three steps ahead of. Well, us. see, this is this was the thing we, we want to talk about. This like we we met uh, at the Slam and Salmon premiere. Uh huh. Right. I that's where I met you. Mm-hmm. But uh, you guys had met. Well, you guys had met. You guys, we actually did you met, guys meet? We met in a park. 
We met at a park. How did that? How, well, how did that happen? I was with my. Well, there's daughter. a park next to the bathhouse that we both go to. <laughs> okay. And well, that, we and I used, I used to dance at Party Boys too, okay. which is in the valley. Okay. Good place. Soder had a stack of singles. Yeah. And boom. Okay. He made it rain, and, and, and so did I. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Hello. Uh, I, uh, I wait. Uh, you were, were at the. Your we were kids at the park somewhere. Okay. Yeah. We were, yes, our kids are the same age. Wait a second. Wait a second. Before you tell the story, there's something we haven't done yet. Oh, what? We have to chew. chew. We haven't chewed yet. We have a chew. Oh, uh, we got to chew. We need to chew. The, this podcast is called Chewing It, so we, we like to start by chewing. That's cool. Go. Okay. Something to behold. So you too. Soder, Soder, Soder come on. This, this is the part of the podcast I hate. Come on, Soder. And then you do a solo chew. Oh. He's got Ooh, something meaty. That's something wet and meaty. What yeah, are you eating? Yeah, there was like a, it was a piece of caramel was stuck in there. <laughs> okay. Caramel. Okay. I haven't had that one. Caramel? Okay. No. I'll do Car- caramel. Caramel? Do caramel, I'll do, I'll caramel. do caramel. Okay. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> go. Go. Okay. Now tell the story. You're at a park. No. You're yeah. at a park. Park. Eating caramels. Who who saw who first? You're yeah, a big so fan. So I was in my car eating Soda. caramels watching him push his son <laughs> on the swing. <laughs> and I finally got up the urge to say, can I give him a couple of pushes too? No, uh, it's a great character though. To be the guy who just parks on the side of the yeah, park eating yeah, caramels. Yeah. <laughs> caramels, my dog. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I, I was pushing my daughter on the swing. You mm-hmm. were pushing your son yeah. on the swing. And I, I was a fan of you guys. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, when you tour, you watch movies, oh, the same movie yeah. over and you start to break them down. Yeah, I, yeah. And, I think that's also why I'm s- such a comedy fan because I've broken things down farther than probably they were meant to be. <laughs> well, no, it's funny. I remember somebody telling me, maybe it was Brody, like, he watches the movies and he breaks them down and then and, and gets into the execution. I'm like, wow. Like, well, from like, I, a technical standpoint, you mean? Or, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I've always loved movies and, mo- and movies have always been a, a great escape when, you, when you're in the desert and yeah. it's the summertime. Yeah. You just want two hours of dark coldness. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, and and my mom was always like really into movies too, and and so I, and you know, part of me would love to to uh, have some involvement in movies, but by the same token, there's so many people that it has to go through. Yeah, you could put it. It always feels like you could put in all this time and hard work, and and somebody just not kind well, of it pervert that or not. Uh, it wouldn't matter or. Well, it's yep. like what you were saying with uh, people, people wanting to put their dicks on it, <clears throat> yeah. you know, at a club or in a, in, a, in a theater. It's the same thing with the development process. Yeah. A lot of times, if an executive is not making a noise in the room, then they're not doing their job. And so they're going to say something and put their their dick on it, Yeah. even if they don't really want to put their dick yeah, on it. Yeah, just in order to, to to say, I was here and yeah. see you, yeah, you yeah. know. And, and uh, I feel like uh, music is so the opposite of that for me, where you have you're chasing this idea and you chase it till it's completed and you're proud of it and you but it seems like movies have to go through so many filters in order to get made well i think what's interesting is like okay we're both in groups but we've talked a little bit about creative process and how even you know i think we've been very lucky in that often we've gotten away with not a lot of interference uh throughout the process of making movies we're lucky that way but at the same time there are still five of us i mean like at the end of the day there's not one of us who's going to be like, ah, well, it's 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 my it's my group, and so this is you know we're we're going to ultimately realize my vision. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, you are. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, I've I steer the the pirate ship, but but these one of the worst things you could have is role envy. You know, yeah. every role is important, and um, you know, my 
pirate ship analogy is the the one that works for me the best. You know, if if you're out, he likes pirates. <laughs> are, <laughs> didn't you, you bought a pirate, pirates. a Honda pirate? Yeah. I did. So I you did. like pirates too? <laughs> but you know, it is a Japanese car after all. Yeah. Racist joke? Racist uh, joke? I don't know. Pirate? Pirate? Pilot? Oh, yeah, See, very racist. You're just getting very that now. racist. Kevin is, I know, I, you know what? <laughs> Fuck. He's too good. It's, it's frustrating. He's too good. He's frustrated. Um, okay. But, but all those roles are equally important. Yeah. What, what's the worst thing is if someone wants to be, you know, the rigger and. Yeah. They're the cook, or if they want to be the captain, but they're the you know they really yeah. want to swab the poop deck. Yeah, but they, <laughs> honey, who doesn't? Yeah, right. Well, so but let me ask you this: like you've told me in the past, and I think it's a really good, interesting insight. Like you feel like making a record, you get it until you think it's right, and then you go back and then you do it again. You know, and like for for us as writers, what? I feel like we're also lazy dudes, where it's like. I would always be the guy who'd like turn in a first draft and be like, well, fuck you, it's, it's perfect. And, I, and, and, and yet it's always right for us to like bang these things out and have somebody in the room say, ah, it's not there yet. Well, we have that same exchange. I don't know exactly what, what you think I said, but I, I, you know, I don't do demos or anything Get like em. that. We, we just do it once. That way it just happens and that's it. But that give and take and that teamwork side of it, that writing partnership side of it, you know, yeah, I started something and said I would like to to steer the direction this goes. But at, by the same token, I all I do is collaborate, and 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 that environment is really just a framework to collaborate. But I have, I guess, I have veto power. Right, but that's you know? so. The question for me is. You know, when you talk about saying, "Okay, now we, we're gonna, we're not there yet. We won't, we're gonna go back in." Uh, uh, is that always you, or is it like would Troy or Mikey ever be oh, like, "Yeah, absolute- I'm not sure. I don't think we've got it yet." Absolutely, I don't think it's- absolutely. Because th- the truth is that you want a situation f- where you're surrounded by individuals that are good at stuff you're not, and have, and so that you're there's no redundancy there, and everyone should be themselves. You know, that's why we don't have a uniform or... or like Devo. I mean, those, that was a really regimented operation. <laughs> well, I think that's what was cool. Is like, so I was reading something that you said about, like, um, going in there and getting it until you love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, then you know that when you put it out there, you will always have critics. But to those critics, like, fuck you. I love it. I, it's great. And I always, I always feel like that's how I feel a little bit about our movies sometimes, too. It's like we made, like, for example, let's take Club Dread, right? We made that movie and uh, worked on it a long time to the point where I loved it. You know what I mean? And I thought, this is fucking great. I love it. And then there were a lot of detractors of that movie, <coughs> but I didn't give a fuck. I didn't give a shit because I loved it. So I don't care if you don't like it. But I think that's you know the mean? critical point of making an, any kind of art yeah. is that you have to make it for yourself. And that way you're okay with whatever happens. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, otherwise you kind of are asking to be, you're, to be at the mercy of someone that – really wasn't very passionate about even watching it or hearing sure. it or looking at it and they're just like eh. yeah because it's so you know but it also allows you to have confidence like you're, <clears throat> you can be confident in yourself and whatever I mean like, in this business there are people always taking pot shots or giving For you sure. shit or whatever and well, if you are if you love it you can be confident in it you know? I, that's why I, well I think of it as like acceptance is the key <laughs> if you're able to accept that someone could you know because I um, you know if someone has something negative to say I don't want it to rile me up yeah uh, I just want to be yeah. able to, to say 
That's cool, man. Yeah, it's good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're good. You know, yeah, but it's it. easier said than done. I mean, it's, it's, it is. It's not. It's, you know, it's, it is right. It's not. Yeah, always possible. Because at the same time, you work hard to do what you well, do. Well, but the right? nice th- the nice yeah. thing is you're so familiar with the work. You can tell when somebody has a legitimate issue. Yeah, like or you sure. can, when they can when they can really verbalize what it is they don't like about it, whether it's the tone of Club Dread, yeah, or when they're just trying to be clever and and compete with the other critics and tear your shit apart as yeah. much as they possibly can. <laughs> yeah. You're well, like, and fuck the- you! I can actually tell you. I don't even think you saw the whole movie. <laughs> well, right, right. and if we're talking critics, you're talking about someone that writes about what somebody else does. Yeah. So yeah. someone that actually doesn't do anything, they just write yeah, exactly. about what someone else does. Right. So I'm already like, well, that person probably can go fuck themselves anyways. Sure. And and. You know, you're really for me. I'm just trying to attract someone that could be interested and passionate about this. That could hit them in the right spot. And I know for us, that's that's not. We get punk kids and goth chicks and <laughs> and hippie kids, and we have we pluck from every scene. Yeah, Our yeah. audience sometimes I walk out there and go, "Wow, you guys are freaky, man." <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's an yeah. interesting crowd. Always. But that's yeah. the, that's the nice thing. Well, we've talked about this like doing our live shows. It's like how much. Do you want to uh, talk about the stuff you've done in the past versus how much do you want to keep creating new material to just keep growing the fan base? And it's not even from like a, I guess, a, like a producerial thing of like, let's build the fan base. It's more of like, let's just appeal to whoever wants well, to come and get I, it. I think if you, if you have quote unquote hits, whether it's a bit or a song yeah. or, uh, um, and that's what, turned a lot of people on to you it's a little dickish to be like no mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. because it's about you know for me even if it's a dark song at the end of the day it's about trying to reach somebody and 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 make them feel something and i guess make them happy even if it's really dark you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it's enjoyment it, in it's the way, a, yeah. you know it's kind of a dick move where, where it's like someone put me in this position because they like that song and then you and you say back to them well i'm not gonna fucking play dude yeah <laughs> yeah but by the same token, it's sort of your obligation to work hard enough to make something new that's good that can replace that thing too. Sure, <laughs> sure. But ultimately, you're getting me a little bit of both. Yeah, you get there. Yeah. But you're never truly. I don't think you're ever truly right. It's it goes back to the original point, which is you're never really writing for them. It can because you, you can't. That would be a mistake. Yeah, yeah, you you can only please yourself, yeah. and that's just you know it's like. That's why everything is sort of unintentional. It's like, yeah, it's just, but also do I think it's good? It's cool is a band, the same as a comedy group, please each other within the group. Yeah, to make you know each other your soundboard. But, is, but you know. it, there's so much, uh, it's so similar because the amount of times, like in the Vultures, we would just play stuff to make each other laugh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So either ridiculous or technically bizarre, or and that is what started to comprise the main building blocks for a song. Or, yeah. You know, end a song by going, which is funny, you know? Well, I was going to ask you about that because it's like a lot of, a lot of your songs do have comedy bits attached to them. Yeah, there's some dark, yeah, some, yeah. Like, you know, I wrote some down. I was like, you think I ain't worth a dollar, but I feel like a millionaire. There's like, basically you're taking shots at the LA radio uh, like well, what is it? K Clone is the is the radio station. Yeah, at the time, at the time too, was, you know, um, at the time, our label, the president, this guy Jimmy Iovine was, you know, summoned me into his office and and like a doctor with with two interns there looking at your dick, sort of. There were two guys he might want to hire from somewhere yeah. else, <laughs> right? And he sort of like 
patronized me and was condescending and and we just won album of the year and enemy for rated r and mm-hmm. he was like saying to me about what would was going to be songs for the deaf just you know like do it right this time and we'll sell it <laughs> <laughs> and i re- stepped forward to punch this guy in the face and our and our girl was like Duh, I, and grabbed me and it was because I was from the desert where it's like, okay, talk like that. I'm punching face. Yeah, <laughs> right, like right, a dumb Yeah, but you got I'm stopped d- by a girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And then you turn around and punched her in the face. Yeah, <laughs> my inner girl. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I think there was this kind of war at that time. You know, radio um, sort of ignored a lot of stuff that was really great. Yeah. And it was obvious. It wasn't like coming from a bitter place. It was just like more like, ah, oh, go eat a dick place. Yeah, yeah. And also, it was supposed to be about this journey from Los Angeles to the desert, yeah, where the city peels away and it starts to get. It's, it starts in the city with like, "Hey, everybody, doing anything you want just to make you happy, just what is that you're doing?" You know, yeah. and it ends up getting to, "Hello," where it's, <laughs> "Welcome to Joshua Tree Live." <laughs> we're like, "Oh my god, turn off the radio! It's scaring me to death." Yeah, yeah. and so it was a it was a great lateral way to take shots, have fun, sure, making fun of stuff. Yeah. And also try to blow doors and put it on the scales, sort of, you know. Yeah, but that's—I mean—that's that one. Then you have like uh, at the end of a "No One Knows," you've got the whole Spanish, the Spanish riff, like the Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, yeah. Which is another. <laughs> that's my buddy Al. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Because it gets that way when you're list- when you're driving the desert, the station you're on, it all of a sudden is like, <laughs> where you're like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you so you really you do desert rock is what you do because like you're classified sometimes as stoner rock. Right, which I find to be a weird classification. It always bugged me too because it it just seems so dead ended. But is that the more the band like like Caius was more well, Ka- stoner rock, but they're the stone age. But Caius is the- not stoner rock. Caius is like fucking is some tough shit. Sure, sure. But but that that label stoner rock was when I was a kid was for like Maiden, yeah, and, is that right? and Black Sabbath yeah, and yeah. and stuff like that. So and I was into Black Flag and all that. So when someone started that and that term wasn't used how it was used to talk about Monster Magnet and Fu Manchu and Caius, these early bands yeah. that were playing heavy like that. Yeah. So when they started using it, I thought, well, that's what that's Maiden and we're not that. Yeah. So I instantly and you know, like the Groucho Marx line, it's like I would never be a member of a join a club that would have right. me as a member, you know. Right, right, right. And so <laughs> yeah. uh, except members only. <laughs> right. There you go. The jacket. The you only, have that. I yeah. want to do a company that's just called the only member. It's just my jacket. <laughs> you know what you can yeah. the shit out of you. Yeah. It could also yeah. be a condom company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's go. an it's an annoying it's an annoying label because I, I every, all the music that I love, I love to get stoned and listen to. Like yeah. right. I like Getting stoned and listening to the Carpenters as much as I like <laughs> sure. to get stoned and stoned with the Dinosaur yeah. Junior. It's uh, to, I, I'm gonna chew. I'm gonna chew on a toothpick. Do it. Oh, because you're chewing it. I'm but it's the same thing for us, though. Also, like we get pegged into this. We're stoner comedies, is what they call us. Oh, right. See, that's how nice we are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Stoner comedy. And then you're like, oh, well, but that, but that actually makes sense, though. I mean, it's like I say, I say to people, I make. Well, well but I'm saying what it does is it, it, it shrinks your, uh, you know, fan base. If, if someone were using it in a slew, in a host of other terms yeah. that were describing you, it would, it doesn't matter. Um, but if it were just that, you know, my issue was always like, well, that's shortchanging it a bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and also, um, you know. It'd be a shame to just let somebody put you in a box real quick yeah. and ship it off. Yeah. So the idea of trying to change it to desert rock and me sort of pushing, no, I'm from the desert and that's it's different than that. Yeah. At least 
even just you say desert rock and just immediately it's like okay that's a wider expanse sure, and i don't sure. even know where that goes yeah, yeah. you know and yeah. and so that felt a little better mm-hmm. you know it was a it's little less definable in a way it was a yeah. little more comfortable of a dildo to sit on <laughs> it's a comfortable dildo to sit on <laughs> yeah. but it is interesting because it's not like I've never heard of forest rock I don't think I've ever heard of tundra rock like is there any other mountain rock classification rock. that is well there's definitely mountain, there's definitely mountain rock. rock yeah mountain rock yeah the band Mountain, the band Mountain, or, uh, but also like that, like the Ozark fucking you know, Ozark that, Mountain that, Boys. Yeah, yeah. it's like hard guitar. Yeah, the Southern rock stuff is kind of like treed. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. that's, that's a little more deciduous. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose deciduous. <laughs> I think there's a tundra rock. It's like yeah. played by Ice Cold Fingers, like a little yeah. slower because they they're just yeah, like a guar, like a guar kind <laughs> yeah, of band. Sure, yeah. like, no, no, listen to it, yeah, yeah. But uh, okay, so but I think that the, t- the term uh, generator uh, was it generator? generator parties generator parties. But all that stuff happened after all the. All the phrases and terms happened afterwards because the police would break up a house party. Yeah. So we took a generator farther out so that it wouldn't get stopped. And there was only one generator. This guy, Boomer, owned it. And and so that term, like, dude, generator parties, it just was a Friday night, really. Yeah. And it was kind of, looking back, it was like, oh, that's that was a smart move on someone's part. It definitely wasn't mine. You know, mm-hmm. but would it, like a bunch of bands play at that kind yeah. of thing, or was it like, yeah. you guys, just you guys? I mean, the, like... the great part about it is it was total anarchy. Yeah, and then the scary part about it is it's total anarchy. Sometimes it was really rough and bizarre, and you know, and yeah, that's it, how my mind works. The first thing I think was. Oh. People get bit by scorpions ever. Like, stung yeah, by scorpions. The German rock group scorpions. Yeah, yeah, yeah Klaus yeah, yeah. came. Klaus Miner bit like, my you, I didn't get an invite to this <laughs> party. You yeah. I, get over here. <laughs> I'm so mad at the scorpions right now for a couple of reasons. Uh, because wait, wait, I'm reading your mind. It's because your favorite scorpion song was left off of. I went to see them live. Oh, they left up their live set. I would say it's my favorite scorpion song, but they didn't play "Winds of Change." And I think if I mean, look, let's be honest, scorpions. They have a, a limited supply of awesome hits that they should play. Don't let them hear you say that. I know. What did he say? <laughs> what? what did he say? Limited? Oh, you're you. you don't know because you're American. I you don't know. I know, but like they didn't play "Wind of Change." That's like, and that wind is still blowing too. There's so much change happening now. <laughs> well, you think it's because he couldn't? Maybe he couldn't whistle that day. Maybe, the, that, maybe the whistler. Maybe get a whistler. Bring a like, whistler in. Fuck, man. Yeah. yeah. My <laughs> lips are so chapped. My whistle's broken today. <laughs> it would be sweet Far if they had a specialist. Yeah. yeah, bring a whistler. Oh, in. They, I bet they for sure did. Oh, um, but then I'm mad at them because of Anvil. Did you see uh, the documentary Anvil? Sure. Yeah, yeah. The way that uh, fucking uh, Shanker, what's his name? His name is Shanker. I mean, that's what happens yeah. to you in jail, right? Shanker. Yeah, Max yeah. That guy's the Shanker. Shanker, or you get a Shanker sword. Yeah, Dick Shanker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was mean to the Anvil guys. Like, I mean, he clearly didn't remember. He shanked him. It may have been editing. It may have been editing. It could be. Could telling, be. telling a story. Okay, I'll retract that yeah. one. Yeah. But wind know. of change. And those are the, you know, the Anvil guys are also like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> well, I haven't seen you for 20 years, <laughs> man. Exactly. And you know, there's like Remember beer. me? I'm Lips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm Lips, man. <laughs> and then like, all, you, all you feel is the hot you know, yeah. wind of beer. Sure. Oh like, yeah, what, yeah. What's and up? hey man, we should jam. Where you're like, I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. And he's lips? surrounded by like an odd number of girls, like more than he can handle. He's got like five women on the couch with him. He's like, what? What's your stuff? Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's a great gut wrenching experience watching that. Who it saw is. it? We saw it in the theater. We saw I it. I saw it. I saw the two I of us and Stolhansky okay. saw it in the theater. Yeah. And it was right. Oh, you know what it was? Because it really hit home for us because it was very, it was so personal on the level of like. Seeing guys creating and trying and being and going like, why why does it make it man <laughs> yeah 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 like I've I've seen that in real life a million sure. times yeah. and but by the same token 
um, not some bands when you're really listening to Anvil, are you like, fuck, why didn't this work? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I mean, not to, sure. not to take a, you know, Josh Homme. Uh, apparently, shot at Anvil. No, but apparently, but <laughs> whatever I say that's negative is, you know, there are bands goes like up that, though, right? Thing, there but, are bands like that, though, in your pa- in your life where you're like, these, this band should be fucking bigger. Of course, are. of course. Yeah. But I, I understand, my favorite band of all time for rock is the Stooges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. everyone hated them. Yeah. They still don't have a gold record. They've influenced countless Every, thousands yeah, yeah, of sure, bands sure, sure. they're the gnarliest rock and roll outfit of yeah, all time yeah. and it couldn't happen again because of the timing and everything yeah. and literally everyone hated them every yeah. time they made a record they got dropped <laughs> so i just associate that with like sort of a badge of honor you know yeah because sometimes you do something that's ahead of its time and people don't understand and fuck them yeah you know but, but by the it, same token sometimes you don't and people don't understand and it's like yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, at the end of the day, the market kind of. But it's dictates. come around it's, it's, now, though. I mean, the stu- I mean, the uh, studios are. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's interesting. Even, even More still, I mean, now. I mean, I mean, well, it took thirty-five years yeah, for people yeah. to go. Yeah, that's right. Actually, right. That, that was the narrative. Well, it's like it's like Mozart. You know, Salieri said everyone criticized Mozart for playing too many notes, but sure. Salieri recognize that this guy was a genius and it drove him mad yeah. it did and he won an Oscar it for it and he went on to be played by F. Murray yeah. and he won he an Oscar for it yeah. it's actually but F. Murray Abraham F. Murray F. Murray F. Murray F. Murray hey Soder you, I want you to tell a story about um, okay so yeah so you guys meet in the park I want to tell a story about picking Hami up in your car yeah so you guys have met you're going to hang out for the first time uh, How did, will you tell that story tell that story what is it? Well, it's hard. It's it's incriminating in many ways. Yeah, but that's okay. Well, no, I'm just saying. Like, we're all friends here, Paul. Like, he may not want people to know what we were doing that. Day. Oh, you don't have to tell it's that. Not very, it's not very rock and roll. Well, you you don't don't have have wanna, I just want to. Well, what were we doing? Oh, we were playing tennis. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. tennis. All right. Oh, tell that story though. Oh, the, oh, what? I yeah. It's a good story. I, you know, well, uh, well, there's there's a lot of there was a lot of good stuff that day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, like I got to see like. He's a com- he's a competitive guy also. Okay, uh-huh. and he actually called off he called off our tennis match in the middle. Because I just met because I just met Soder. And I yeah, have a, I have a terrible in the park. Yeah, yeah. Like you're a sore winner, a sore loser, or just competitive the whole way. I just get pissed. Yeah, I just I'm, I I want to be that was out that kind of I, shit. I want to be no no, no not be, that. Be mad at himself. I mean, he beat himself up. More, yeah. more of a Paul O'Neill. Like, and, Okay, okay. Joshua, you can't, can't see that on the air, but don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, I got my Paul New T-shirt on today. So you'll be, you'll be Some like, bat breaking, the helmet smashing. You'll be like, Joshua Gregory Hami, you know better than that. <laughs> yeah. What's your middle I'll name? I'll make up Michael. Joshua Joel I'll make up middle, you know. Yeah. Joshua LaQuisha Hami. No, so the, the story I told these guys... Was it on the last podcast? Or, did, or is it you, a, no, private, it's never a been, private story? It's, it's a private story, but now it's oh, going to yeah. be. Well, it was like... You know, but you guys have become this, you guys kept being friends. You met, and you're like, oh, let's hang out, right? Like, yeah, yeah. We decided we, to take we, the leap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We got a prenup. We <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, no, that it was an interesting thing because, like, you know, for us, always really the coolest fringe benefit of what we do is when you meet, whether it's an athlete or a Someone musician you or somebody that yeah. you're a fan of, and yeah. they yeah. like your shit. It's yeah. always like it's fun. Wow, that's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd seen Josh at the park. It's like, oh shit! I, I would love to say hi to that guy, but I also you know, I want to be that guy. Yeah, not you knowing are. that he was yeah, he is. going to be myself. Uh, so <laughs> when when I introduced myself and he's like, of course I know who you are. It was like, oh, this is so fucking cool. Right. Like, he knows who I am and who he is. That's really <laughs> See, neat. rock and rollers would never make the first move because they're that fucking they're cool. But comedians, you know, we'll yeah, go up we'll and suck. Right, like, I know you're going to. You know, right. <laughs> yeah. no. he's coming over, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, um, but then it, it, it yeah, I'd, I'd never. 
been in a relationship with somebody with of whom I was also a big fan. Sure. Yeah, so it was sure. a weird thing. Yeah. And then it became like, how cool do I need to be <laughs> about the fact that I'm a fan? So I always with Josh wanted to kind of be like, well, of course, you know, I like music, but I didn't ever want to, you know, dork out. Yeah. Right, uh, right. But I think that day... Too late. <laughs> Too yeah. fucking late. That... So we met at the club right. to play tennis. Okay, so, so okay. ridiculous. Okay. Kind of a ratty-ass club in a way, but kind of cool. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, was it Mahon, the Mahon? Mahon tennis okay. club. Yeah. yeah. And it turned out that neither of us had brought balls, assuming that you could get balls there. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that like the pro shop was closed. So right. we knew now we had to go down the street to the sporting goods store. It's yeah. yeah. so like, all right, well, let's hop in my car. And I had been listening to, uh, uh, I've probably been listening to the, do like Era Vulgaris on the way up there because <laughs> he was in my car. Yeah. Cranking it. And so what happened is, is I, I had a, as we went to get in my car, I was like, oh shit, we're, I'm going to turn on the ignition and Era Vulgaris is going to be blaring. And is that going to make me look like a fucking dork? So then I kind of started sweating it like, oh shit, okay, I'll, well, I'll turn on the ignition, but I'll immediately turn on the, over to FM or AM radio. And then it got became like it was this, this Clouseau routine where for some reason, every button I, I hit only like made another song go or Louder. whatever became this sort You're of thing. Through. So I just turned all the mirrors to myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. But then I, I was like, okay, do, do I play it off? Then like this is a routine where it's like, ah, I get it. We're doing a shtick. But, uh, it, like I believe noticed. that shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, wait, did, did he react or did he... Uh... I, I don't know. Do you remember I this? Was, do you remember? I, I do. I do actually. I do actually. Um, and it's like you're probably like, ah, oh, sweet. He's listening to. He's listening to us. Yeah, of course. Or throw, I, throw I, another I, dork on the pile. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brother. No, but but uh, you know, I think um, it made you fall in love with him. Yeah, over and over. <laughs> it, I want people to be into. You, sure. you want people to Absolutely. be into your shit, and and as long as someone's not. Um, you know, up your butt or angry at you. The two poles, you know, they're the same <laughs> yeah. thing. If someone hates you or loves you too much, you're like, you don't right. actually know that those are yeah. both wrong. It's a pain in the ass. And, and we had already had a really easy rapport and yeah. got along good. And yeah. it's so it's way better than someone that's like, <laughs> your yeah. shit sucks. Yeah. We're yeah. like, yeah. Oh, I'm I, familiar with uh, you. Yeah. 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 It's not my cup of tea. It's like, but he was, right. embar- he was well, embarrassed. Sure. He's, like, he's I, actually cranking Imagine Dragons <laughs> in the, uh, in, in his car. <laughs> but like I do, I like, I feel bad. Like my wife, you know, wouldn't know Queens of the Stone Age from Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass, mm-hmm. and then I always then find myself like, God, come on, like, be, you know. But it's come actually on, that's, honey, that's you know, that's stupid of me to like, you know. But my wife just doesn't really listen. I to rock bet and if you, but I think we're very spe- uh, like a specialty th- thing in, in a lot of ways. Like not, you know, not every not everybody knows who we are. Yeah, you uh-huh. know, and which has always been kind of cool because. Yeah. Uh, the goal isn't to be as famous as possible. It's to just propagate this way of life and try to make cool art and leave it at that. But they may not know your name, but I'm sure there's a a large percentage of the people who don't know the name of the group who still have heard your music and who like your music. Yeah. But just, you know, say for whatever reason, they're not... Some people just listen to music on the way to the bank and they don't worry about it. Yeah. They go, I love track seven by Joe Shit the Ragman and Gravel Gertie. They don't know who it is. I like that group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I mean... First three albums, yeah. I, I, you know... I'm curious about that because I think that that group of people has gotten bigger in the digital age. Yeah. Because, like, you don't have, like, there's less album art. Yeah. Which is a, a particular bugaboo of mine. Like, I feel badly for sure. music fans yeah. now who don't, you know, when you were growing up, I mean, it's like, like you watch um, 
almost famous, famous yeah. and and yeah. they they show the that kid moment. leafing through his sister's yeah. albums yeah. and looking at like it's the cover of Tommy, yeah. and it's like yeah. you think of those classic things: physical graffiti, sticky mm-hmm. fingers, yeah. and like I don't think that exists anymore. And also, like the knowledge of the the title of the track. You know what I mean? Like Led Zeppelin, for instance, even still, that's a group that's got so many fantastic songs. I still don't know what songs are which and yeah. what the name of them are. And that's in a time. Stairway to something. Hairway to Steven. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's but right there here. There are different ways right you can do it. Hairway to like, Steven is yeah. nice. You like, get a t-shirt. That's my path yeah. to paradise. Yeah. Yeah. Get a t shirt with an arrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like my kids just go online now and they'll look up. If there's a song they like or whatever it is, like oh Maclabar or whatever it is, and they'll look it up and they'll read about them and they'll see pictures. And no, it's I, the same thing. I, I, yeah, I used to, but I used to feel the same way where I thought, and it's a it's a bit like get off my lawn, kids, in yeah, a certain way. Sure, and that, and then I just sort of realized, as long as people are are into music, at some point they might want to stumble onto something else or who yeah. influenced this person or what is that song called or and and, and some will, some won't. But there's people that don't listen to music at all, and I that always blows my mind. Where, where yeah, you know, or they don't go. You know, I have friends that are like, eh, I don't go to the movies. Or, yeah, do you think that's cultural? Like my parents didn't listen to music, so I don't listen to music. That kind of thing, or do you think it's just I, a, you know? I don't know. I'm missing just, a, something in your brain. I don't, like, or, yeah, there's some people that are just like, I love banking. Yeah, they're like fucking <laughs> yeah. go for but it. They like man. music too. Yeah, they can like well, music and, too. And I just I sort of have given up on trying to shift anything. Yeah, any large group of anything and and at the end of the day the only way you would be able to shift that get people to want to know the song title and all that is to make the best shit you could possibly make and they sing it out what about we've talked about this a little bit your own children in terms of steering them or just letting them find what they find and just having to suck it up like we've joked about like you know i can see camille coming home listening to steely dan and you'd be like oh well no i i but as a parent, my philosophy is as long as they're doing something they are really into, I'm fine. I'll suffer, you know, Justin Bieber's fucking, <laughs> you know, whole catalog. Sure. If if she's into it and really digs it and if she wants to be a veterinarian or a Mormon, sure, I, I might bum out a little bit if it was, you know, she was a sister yeah, wife, I mean, you know, sure. with her hand in a cow's ass, but, sure. uh, you know, I'll take it. Right no. now, there is a, a veterinarian Mormon who is fucking pissed. <laughs> no, who just, be a well, who's a huge no, Queen of Stone Age fan. adds like, Josh Homme to his enemies <laughs> yeah, list. Yeah. I know. I, he's looking over at his like radio, going, "Hey, he's <laughs> yeah. hand up a cow's." Then he goes home. Oh, he's fucking all of his wives. He's like, "That's I, fucking I, Josh Homme, <laughs> that son of a bitch." Yeah. Next, yeah, that son of a bitch. Next. But do you do you uh, give specific music to your kids to listen to, or do you? Yeah, I mean, by yeah. the same token, if she wants, if she was, you know, we just play what Brody and I listen to. Sure. And you know we've been on a Dean Martin kick for the okay, last okay. four months, and but Camille's like, "Will you play? Ain't that a kick in the head again?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the goal isn't try isn't to try to make her hip. Yeah. It's just that's what you like. That's what I like. Yeah. yeah. And but you know what? They'll, they'll find the thing. I'm finding my kids. They'll find the top forty music. They'll find they the do. pop music kids at school. They just will go to it. Yeah. You know kids, I mean, it doesn't matter what you. There's always that kid at yeah. school that watches TV all day long, and yeah. and just is, and. Which I think is a good thing. I think it's a good thing that they eventually find they, they'll find the music. That might not be good music. You need or to find matter, your own. It, yeah. Well, any music you listen to when you're 12, usually you try to denounce later. I didn't do. I wasn't doing listen to that. Yeah. You know, I wasn't listening to One Direction. I was like into yeah. the Ramones and you know. 
But like my kids will get like I'll listen to well my girls my son does my my girls get I listen to ACDC in the car and they'll be like come on you yeah know? you had an ex- you had an experience recently where you were driving your uh, your niece around yeah your, your brother Mike's daughter and yeah. at the end of it they were like how? the Honda niece yeah the Honda niece yeah <laughs> they were like how how was the uh, the ride yeah. how was the drive and she was like. It's pretty good, except Uncle Kevin played the worst music. Right. And, and you were like, playing it. She's how old? sweet. It's like Credence. And, uh, she was tw- uh, 13 at the time. You know? Okay. Yeah, so but was, you know, that that really what you did is just planted seeds and walked away. Yeah, yeah, no. I think it's a good thing, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Because if you just want to listen to, like, you know, rave music and stuff like I, I No, but it's true. Like, if you if you were to, if you were to force music. feed... Yeah. if you were rave a, music. Force feed the Ramones on your kid; they would probably be no different than mm-hmm. you, your parents force feeding Lawrence Welk on you. Right. It's about the force feeding. It's not. About but your son like loves the Beatles, right? I mean, you. Yeah, but it played out. That was the interesting thing. Is I, I struggled when he would like want to listen to Gangnam Style because he heard it at school, <laughs> right? But you, you realize don't get worked up about don't, it because yeah. they'll they'll you're just they'll pushing them into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. listen to the fuck out of it and then they'll move on. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? we do that as adults too. It's yeah. like you know, like Rico Suave came out. I was like all <laughs> fucking up in that song. I, I love it. I was like, hey, hey, Rico Suave. Actually, that's up. when I danced to Party Boys. That was the tune. I was, <laughs> yeah. was it really? Yeah. yeah. He uh, was Rico Suave. Yeah. I I played Rico Suave. I played Gerardo uh, in our one of our earliest sketches. Yeah. Back when we were like 21 years yeah, old. Back when you'd go shirtless on stage. Yeah. Was no, that I, on Comedy Center? Wasn't that the first thing? We, we had a. It was one of Levels the, of Hell. The yeah. The first thing that we got on, on TV was called Dante's Levels of Hell. Yeah, but we couldn't. That t- I haven't seen. Oh, that's no, very, it's just an interstitial, yeah. like in between. Inner City. Inner City. <laughs> inner, inner City. Space, inner Sandman. Starring yeah. Martin Short, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Martin Short. I love you do. Martin. I know. That's the other thing. These like, guys are his little, special. I don't know. It's him. Wait. Somebody See, doesn't like Martin Short. No, no. Is it Jay, maybe? No. I love Martin. Like, I've always loved Martin love Short. Martin Inner Space Short. is fucking great. I yeah. love Jiminy. Inner, Inner Space was great. Yeah, yeah oh, it's wait. fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Here's great. the thing we were, t- Lemmy and I were talking about driving over here. The funny thing about, like, um, you know, the history of you and your bands and stuff. Uh, we were talking about how it, there's no comedy group, unlike a, uh, a rock band, there's no comedy group that ever switched members. Like, you could never think of a comedy group where, like, they switch the lineup. Yeah, you just put I mean? someone else in. Yeah, yeah right. or, like, but you guys switch. I mean, you've switched your lineups a lot, right? Well, it was kind of created with, with with the ability to do this from the get-go. Yeah. You know, and that it would be this you kind mean, of... the way you started the bands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because, you know, Caius, what, the band I was in before, had we accidentally had so many rules because it was like a religion, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just eight, practice eight hours a day, six yeah. days a week, and... And can't do this, can't do, you know, it's so easy to define what you don't want to do. Yeah. yeah. Who, who determined those? Who set um, we, those rules? We kind of did that everybody. together, and it, it's sort of a slippery slope. You start, we're such a singular sounding band yeah. that you, you start to feel like if I take a chance, you know, this audience and this preconceived thing will implode on itself. And that's not a good environment. You want to be able to take as many chances as yeah. possible. But that's also like, the nature of any relationship like you know on your way to finding your wife you know you have had you have several relationships with uh with women or men on the way and it's like <laughs> Weird, I like, I like where this is going. Where are we going? <laughs> where you know what's hilarious? I, had I just a, like how how uh, like sort of you know. I, I yeah. meant, was, you know. What I was trying to do was talk to the women out there <laughs> who are listening. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did, I did have a dream last night. This is crazy, and I wrote it down because I want to talk about. It. I had a dream last night that I was walking with Zac Efron. Okay. 
and we hailed a cab, and the cab pulled up. Hail! <laughs> we, we hailed a cab, and the cab driver was Jared Leto with, okay. with long hair. Okay. And, and uh, Zach Efron was sitting in the front seat. I was in the back, and Leto turned to Efron and said, you know, I just might suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Efron was like, okay, that's cool. Okay. And I was like, and then in the dream... I was like a little annoyed. I was like, I guess I'm not good looking enough for Jared right. Leto wants to get my dick sucked. <laughs> right. And then I woke up. I was like, like, what is the meaning of that fucking dream? Sure. Like, how do you interpret that? Did you tell your wife? No, I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't I, tell tell I didn't tell my wife. Will she listen to this? Is there any is chance? Does she ever listen to the podcast? She has just started listening to the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she'll probably. Hi, listen. honey. I'm home. Yeah. Yeah. Whose dick will get sucked? That's not, that's my story about when I met Hami, though. That's when I told you that story. It was when yeah. we were at the Slam and Salmon. Uh, Premiere. Yeah. It was the premiere of the Simon Salmon. It was great. We had a fun time. Went to a party. Went to a bar. Had a party going yeah. on afterwards. We saw each other. We talked to it a little bit. I think you were on the way out. Or I was on my way out. So we chatted for a second, and then you moved on. And all of our like little assistants that worked in our office were like tittering over to the side. They're fluttering, and they they came up to me and they're like, "How do you know Josh Hami?" And I was like. I'm just the star of this movie. We're at the my movie premiere. Yeah, what do you you're mean? all you're all fired. Yeah, I know we, some people. And we both used to dance at Party Boys. Exactly, which yeah. is where <laughs> forged many relationships. Everyone wanted to suck homie stuff. No, no. My, my my wife is a huge Queens fan yeah. and uh, and Eagles of Death Metal fan. And she was like, "Holy fucking shit! Look who that is!" <laughs> and I was like, "And she's like, yo, I could take a picture with them." And I was like, "Let's do it." Do you remember? Like, I came up with my wife. and yeah. I was like, my wife yeah. wants to take a picture with you guys. Yeah. And uh, and we took that picture. I, I was like, by the way, this is my night, honey. This yeah. is my fucking. Yeah. Night. It's my night now. Yeah. yeah, but no, we, that we, was a good night though. That was fun. It was it's a fun a night. Oh, but that was but that was the thing is when I realized cause that was the first time I met you and you were with Jesse and uh, talking to you. Who was my date that night? Yeah, he was and looking good. Yeah, that he night, was. By the way. Jesse Hughes. Jesse Hughes. Jesse Hughes. Boots electric. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and you guys were fucking riffing your asses off. <laughs> Like, you guys were a comedy duo, and I could not fucking catch up. Like, he was like, and I was like, and then what actually actually got um, Jesse mad, I don't know if you remember this, was you told me a story. He went to the bathroom, and you told me a story about walking in on him um, with a hairbrush, like, naked in front of a mirror. That got him mad. I've told that story a million times. That seems implausible. But but. then he, well, he came out, and I told him, I was like, I just found this out about you, and he, like, rolled his eyes. He was like, "Mm." And then looked at you. So he wasn't mad. Well, so that, which is a great story where when Eagles were first touring together, we were in a van and we were sharing hotel rooms and, you know, particularly hard late night and wake up and hear somebody going, (laughs) 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 and I walked. You know, towards the bathroom, all hung over, you know, like piece of paper stuck to my face. And there's Boots, you know, uh, brushing his hair and singing into it in these hot pink, tidy, tidy pinkies. And, and I look at him and I'm like, oh. And he looks over at me and he goes, morning, baby duck. And goes right back to singing. But that is why I love that guy. That's why he's built for rock and roll. Yeah. Um, that sort of. Una, unabashed, unashamed, full mustache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet he sent me an invitation to connect on LinkedIn the other day. I was like, <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Like, you have an invitation Probably to connect because he was leaning Hughes. forward on his computer and just with his elbow. Yeah, and put yeah. it, you know. 
That's so rock and roll. Yeah. And LinkedIn. He's yeah. a wild man. You got, do you don't, do you you don't tour with those guys or do they, do they tour still? I, I used to. Tour. Eagles, Eagles, they're they're in New Zealand yeah. right now. And okay. We started making a new record and, and and you're involved in the making of it or is yeah. It, I mean the records yeah. have always just been me and, yeah, and Boots just, just yeah. hanging out together yeah. and 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 uh, um and I've toured in the past but it's just gotten more and more difficult to do with two kids and yeah. three bands yeah, and yeah exactly I want to yeah. Because it's the funnest audience in the whole fucking yeah, world. It's yeah. so incredible. They come with their mustaches. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, and it's so funny because I remember when we first started, we were like, there needs to be a dance rock and roll band for girls. It's <laughs> right. so much fun mm-hmm. that, it, and where even if we make a mistake, that people are like, don't worry about it. And I'll never forget the first show. <laughs> we made a mistake, and the audience was like, don't worry, but just keep going. It's totally cool. <laughs> and, you know, and it's it's really kind of grown into. Probably, you know, the single greatest audience in, in terms of if you want to go have fun. Go see a live yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. And, and anything goes. Yeah. You know, we played some ladies only nights and That's it awesome. is insane. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't imagine what – it was such a window into what I thought I already understood. When it's just girls – they are fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you guys almost get killed by a girl after well, Eagles yeah, Death Metal? Concert? We went to the Eagles show. Remember, we, we met some girls. We got stoned with them. And then they drove us in their car. We were going to go to the the rest the bar in Hollywood. My recollection is that we were walking out of the show and a car screeched and yeah. said, get in the fucking car. Yeah. these girls. <laughs> but those are girls we had, we had partied with at the oh, after so They were show. at the concert, though. They were at the concert. They were at the right? concert. Okay. These are your fans. Yeah. I know. Man. And then, yeah, we were walking out and they, they screeched up and they said, we're going over there. Give us a ride. Or we'll give you a ride. And we got in there and they almost fucking killed us. Yeah, yeah. Making a hard left turn There's, in traffic. Yeah. You know, I've had the, the pleasure of experiencing some truly... Um, strange and peculiar individuals and all this where you were like how did you you're how old are you you're 27 how did you even make it this far yeah and I love and admire and and fear and you know have you do you have times because we've definitely had times where you're standing in front of a person that is you're worried about this person in terms of like what they might do to you physically oh tons and, and then I've realized that they're in my band <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, well, you probably get that shit all the time. People like, storm the fucking stage and shit, no? Yeah, I mean, someone in the last tour, you know, I was playing a song, playing piano. It's a mellow tune, and I open my eyes, and all I see is the silhouette of some guy running right at me. You know? Jesus. Yeah. And so and, but just, they're secure. Aren't they supposed to take care of that? Yeah, but we have this thing where, you know, <laughs> we've always told our, our crew, don't rush the stage. If eight guys rush the stage, it just doesn't look right, and, and we can pretty much handle it, ideally. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't happen very often because you, you should know don't do that. Yeah. You know? I mean, as a fan, you should know not to do You should do know. That. If yeah, you're yeah. a fan of ours, don't, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's not a great idea. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I was able to get him off stage, but it's, you know. Well, what happened? Like, he came at you while you're playing? So and... I just stood up and grabbed him by the throat because yeah. I just thought, oh, what do I, I got to, you know, was he protect myself. Or was he just come to fawn on you? Or... He, he wanted to keep going yeah. past me. And, he, and then he's, I realized, you know, his shirt popped open. Yeah. And you know, it's calling up around his, yeah. his up around his ears, and I got him by the throat, and I pulled my hand back, and I thought, you know, I don't know who this guy is. I'm going to knock this guy out or something, you right, know, right. which is a real dumb, dumb reaction. Yeah, yeah. But also, you know, crazy stuff has happened to people. People have been sure. shot and all this, sure. you know. So, um, and then I realized he's saying, "No, but I love you. I'm just going <laughs> to go to the left side of the stage." <laughs> right. 
Which made me from the wings. Which made me really angry because I was like, so we're playing this song, yeah. Vampire of Time Memory, like, and you are like. Dumb mushing me. Now you're making it about you. This is yeah, this is Carl, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dance, motherfucker. He's the biggest fan. Our biggest fan. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I kind of, you know, it wasn't too hard, but I got him off stage. Yeah. And uh, it takes me a second. As I said, I'm, I'm competitive. Also, I have like a little bit of a temper, and so sometimes it takes me a second to. You go back into the <laughs> man, music, I've, or you know, fueled with tequila and my own retardedness. I've done some yeah. dumb shit in my life, you know, sure. and and. Uh, so it, it, then, now I just said second verse. Let's hit it. And, you know, yeah. this is the, as he was getting Two, escorted three, out. Four, eight, eight, <laughs> I was like, same as the first. <laughs> he did the French mistake. Yeah. <laughs> do you uh, get fucked up on stage ever? I mean, or, or I mean, ever? I mean, obviously you have. I mean, yeah. And do you still do it? Do you? Uh, oh yeah. This yeah. last tour was probably the most drunken tour I've had for a long. Do time. you find it hard to play, or do you enjoy doing it? Oh, I dig drunk. it yeah. because I, I I I like changing it up. Yeah. Because I just want it to be different every night. I want it to be loose. I yeah. Want the, I want if there's. I don't care if it's blood, spit, booze, yeah. or you know, cum. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. No, I, I remember. I want it to be real. Yeah. Asking Troy about that. Like, okay, you start out. And what you know, sort of. W- at what point uh, is there? And does any kind of roteness kick in? And he's like, yeah, you know, you see those signs, then you you figure out. All right, what am I going to do to make sure? Mm-hmm. It doesn't doesn't happen. You know? What doesn't yeah. happen? Then it becomes something becomes rote at yeah. all. This oh yeah, because it's that thing like when we're doing stand up and you'll you'll be lo- you'll be doing your stand up and you start it becomes so rote you start thinking about other things. Yeah, and like you're still the words are coming around and you're doing your bit and you're hitting your jokes, but you're, like you're thinking, oh look at that, oh that, oh that, and that's when you realize you're like, holy shit, I'm not even in the moment. Right? Yeah, and did I leave the iron on? Cheating the iron. Well, but that's why we we like to change the set every yeah. night, and that's why you know um, you know you find yourself looking. Uh, avoiding what you did last night, you know, uh-huh. and and that's why I don't mind if there's collisions between the band members' blood and or booze or sober or you know like anything to get some kind of lateral movement going so that you're not in the same spot you were because it has to be real or it's not. That was what got me mad when I um, I'm a huge Stones fan. They're my favorite band of all time, and I went. I've seen them so many times in concert, and the last time I saw them two nights in a row. And they were getting ready to shoot an HBO special. Yeah. So I don't know if they were doing it for this, but like they were literally they were practicing their choreography and hitting their marks. Yeah. And so it was like Keith Richards, the like the fucking god of like <laughs> of you know, swagger and doing yeah, whatever you want. Was doing the exact same moves, getting down on the same crouch on one leg. <sighs> Throwing picks out at the same time. To See, the I audience. can't do that. It killed me. It's the last time I saw the Stones. It, it, it can't, I can't do that because, like you know, I really want the music. Has always been my religion. So like some saved you, and but it has to be real to do that. And like something you would really like. I want to live for this, and I can't live for somebody else's show. Yeah, yeah. Like da 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 da. <laughs> hey, uh, like it has to be. This happens tonight for us together for us. You know? Yeah, but I think you know. I think. It's it's one of the fringe benefits of being a performer, and I was realizing it, it didn't occur to me really until we started doing stand up comedy, which is that moment where you start to become more hyper aware of like I have to enjoy this every single time, like, and make it about this is this moment. And, and yeah. The, yeah, there's nothing wrong with saying this is a blueprint, but if there's an opportunity to include something funny that wasn't there because of what's going on or the reaction between the audience or between each other. You know, you take that opportunity because why not? What's what's the problem with with pushing it 
yeah. you know, the boundaries of it or expanding on it yeah. or using it as a staging point. But you should be able to go further. If you if you went off, you know, your lines for a sec but got something funny, no one should turn to you and be like, dude, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to say salmon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, but can you, like, it's always fascinating. Is it like a, a lead guitarist, like, playing a solo, does it always take the majority of your brain could you uh, could you play a solo without like muscle memory on it? yeah muscle memory you know? out of muscle memory well i you know it's interesting because you know there's been times i've been i'm without having a better way to say it so loaded right, mm-hmm. right. And your right. eyes are closed right. and you're just <laughs> listening to what you're doing yeah. right and your fingers are going there because you understand the distance of, of right. what's happening and you're just kind of listening to yourself play it's sort of like you know it's like taking a shower after you're drunk and you're just sort yeah. of in the shower going, <laughs> you know, there's this wonderful, yeah. I'm all alone in the world swaying in the sure, breeze. Sure. But that's, that's like you're in the moment. Yeah. It's, it's more that thing you're talking about, like where you're bored or you're whatever. I, I, yeah, but this I'll, is I'll, also do, I'll do anything. 15th night in a row. I'll do anything that a show needs to get off of that. Yeah. I'll do anything. I don't care what it is. I'll, yeah. uh, even if it means imploding it, even it doesn't matter because, you know, Life is habit for me. I don't want to get in the habit of fucking doing that shit. Yeah. You know, because, you know, I've done some dumb shit. I've said I've been thrown out of play. I've done all that stuff. <laughs> but no one can ever look at me and say I was faking it, you know? Sure, sure. And and that's the most important thing to me is that that there's a respect level that I have for what I do. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's been the thing that as an admirer of movies and in particular comedy and how – comedy gets shortchanged for how difficult it is to be effortless and or to or to find something the humor and something so awful sometimes you know yeah but like uh but it's been the thing that's always kept me at arm's length because it's not up to you to like you know someone could take everything you did and and sort of wipe their ass with it and go thanks for doing that that was you know and 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 that scares me you know sure um but i'm also excited by it too you know (laughs) Yeah, do you, and do you find that that like, I mean, one of the, I found that that attitude has actually started to bleed uh, into my real life now, uh, which I'm thankful for. You know, it's like hell yeah, I'm... with my kids now and stuff. Like I put every, I put the cell phone away, and it's like, like I find myself consciously all, all the time now being like, I'm just gonna enjoy this moment now. And I, like, yeah, absolutely. I've always been a Nowist. Yeah, you know, like, and it's been a problem. Are you a Maoist? Yeah, yeah. Do a chairman Maoist. Yeah, or Maoist? Do you do that? We're <laughs> uh, such dorks. Yeah, but, uh, you, but like, okay, like you've had a bunch of bands. Then, like, uh-huh. is there a time? Like, how do you know? Is there a time where you know that's over with that band? I mean, like when Caius was done, or when you moved on to a new? Is it like you just know? I I, I never go back to something. Yeah, I I try to salvage something or a relationship as long as possible because. You know, it's if you've put so much into it, it's worth a try. Yeah. To to to, and I want someone to give me a chance. If if you know, so I want to do that too. Yeah. But by the time I'm like I'm gonna go, it's it's definitely over. And and I think it's important to to break up a band before someone else before it gets uh, <laughs> before someone else is like you should have done that a year ago. Sure, sure. Because sure. I think you want to sort of like frogger your way through all of this yeah so i think to preserve something is to destroy it while yeah. it's still alive yeah. you know well, sure it's, it again it goes back to that it is like a relationship you know with with a woman it's like 
But that's or man, like, or man, or man. Or yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, is it like, oh, it's more like, oh, I really want to sleep with that woman, and then you move on to the like, it, it, you move on to another band. That's more what, I, what I've what I've realized yeah. is, you know, based on what I had with Kais, which was you couldn't even jam with someone else, or it was considered like, hey, man, what are you doing? Yeah. That the notion of that is silly, and so I just almost flipped right. the idea right. around where you set up something where it's like, no, this is this is how you learn how to do stuff, and it's cool, and and you can sleep with me and go right back to your thing. I'm good sure. with that. But so like sure. so like yeah. Troy, women. Troy Van Loon, like wasn't a little jealous when you formed them Crooked Vultures with <laughs> fucking John Paul Jones <laughs> and Dave Grohl. Well, I mean, I, I I don't know. He never said anything. I I. I because you know, I was backstage with him at that show. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I'll scratch his fucking eyes out. <laughs> Grumbling his he was, get him. He, get was, him. he was doing Sweethead. Dean was in Dead Weather with Jack White. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone was doing something that was wonderful and, and cool, too. And I think the, one of the best parts about Queens for me is that people are there because they want to be there, not because they need to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. People do other stuff and... That that way, it's like okay, we're choosing to be there because if this didn't reach a certain benchmark or bar that I, for me, I would walk away in a second. The name doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. There's also the knowledge, right, that you guys have that the Queens got. Like you know, Queens is going to come back together. I guess that's the difference. Yeah. The same between like Caius or a band that's done done. Like it's like you still know you're going to come back together, so it's okay to do these other things. Yeah. And but, the, but isn't that a better way to do it? Set up a, this yeah. framework where it's like. People can be themselves and and go on these sabbaticals that are good for you. Yeah, like pick up, learn stuff, and bring it back to the you know the tribe. Yeah, as long as that's the to me the the mentality in the sense like if you didn't know that Queens was coming back together again, then you might be sit in that band and be like ah this is kind of a but did did you ever have a phase like that? Because you I mean I feel like there was for a little while there you guys were dormant for. Yeah, kind of a substantial amount of time. Yeah, you know, because I was just I, I'm a workaholic and I just worked myself on the ground basically. Yeah, you, know? you had near death experience. Yeah, yeah. Now, that do you? Was the, that the, was the infection or whatever. Right? Yeah. Do you? You know, I always think of these things in terms. I of I was like, infected with awesome. <laughs> yeah, no. awesomeness. Yeah. No, I had the same thing and no. some bad stuff. Oh yeah, Kevin, uh, Kevin had that too, but not to. But, but you know, like you flatline or something, right? Like, yeah, I mean, you know, when I was on the table, they they, they lost me. Trying to reoxygenate my blood to wake me up, you know, Jesus, and and for about thirty five, forty seconds, and and so, but that was more their fault, right? Because it was a routine. It was a routine thing, or no? It, it wasn't a, routine. It was you know, and poutine. and and it's poutine, it protein, okay, Putin, okay. Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin was, uh, yeah, okay. So was some kind of teen there, and but I, um, the short story was that I just beat myself senseless and worked too yeah. hard, and yeah. and exhaustion. Yeah, and uh, exhaustion fueled by you know everything, and and um, but by the same token, that shit's cool too because you know you, you got to it's a life, yeah. So you got to go through everything. It can't all just be gravy and mashed potatoes made by your mom. It's, yeah, mm. you know some some. I'm right? Do that, you find right? though that you <laughs> you find that you that's not it. <laughs> do anything differently, like you know, like like, like regarding Henry, where it's like, oh, okay, well, this you know guy kind of reinvents uh, himself. Obviously, you're, you're from my point of view, you're the same insensitive bastard you've always been. But do, you, do you you don't send me flowers <laughs> dot com no uh are there things that you're like yeah now i do this differently because i've realized the well I, I i think i give myself a shorter leash basically and and i've uh you know i get wrapped up in what i'm doing i get this kind of tunnel vision and um 
and I really have always enjoyed what I'm doing and got so focused on it that I'll, you know, forget things that are in, in other worlds away. And, sure. and so I've just kind of tried to bring my view my uh, a little wider and uh, because I don't want to lose anything. There is a lot of things going on. There's three bands and Desert Sessions. I should do those again. And I got sure. two kids and a lovely wife and I don't want to lose any of them. So those are plates – you can't just spin one. Yeah, tennis uh, games to play with soda. Yeah, tennis anyone? <laughs> there you no, go. no, too soon. Mm-hmm. We do to play tennis again. Yeah, he, you you started hanging. Out, he started hanging out with McEnroe, and and I said, oh, is that, did he give you any good tips? He said, mm. Yeah, he said, just go ahead and embrace my rage and my anger issue. I met him like twenty years ago, and that was how we bonded. Was you know, You're like I'm an angry tennis player too. I was like, yeah, I. I like the way you get pissed, man. <laughs> I tell you, I, 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 he got a little cozy with my wife backstage at a show. Mm-hmm. Who, McEnroe? Yeah, yeah I, I walked in because, you know, it's a fun thing about going to the going, back going backstage. McEnroe 40. <laughs> yeah. Soda love. It's, you know, it's a series of dressing rooms. You kind of go back and it's, each one's like a little party and it's cool to jam around. Yeah, and be yeah. like, okay, well, dip your head into this party here, this party here. And I go into, into a, a room and it's just McEnroe and my wife. Okay. And I'm sure it was innocent, but there's something about like... Guilty. Were yeah, they talking to each other room? or were they... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, and then, and, you know, his posture was forward. Sure, okay, you know. sure. They, uh, they weren't uh, wearing anything. Right. Right. Yeah, right up her ass. They're men yeah. and women from uh, the planet uh, Earth. See, so, yeah, I'm sure it was innocent, but is there something about like... How can you be so sure, Soder? He's, should I be he's married yeah, to uh, no, Patty Smith, right? You are wrong, dude. Come on. Bada boom. Where do you uh, record? Where do you record? Like, do you have a studio? I, I got or? my own place in Burbank, you know, somewhere. Not in your house, like in a, in a garage in your No, I, I need to get away, you know. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a doctor can't do surgery at home. You sure, know? Not anymore. I've sure, man. It's stopped. Are there times where you want to sequester, like, literally go away for a month from your family just to get I, stuff done? I need to, to work that way. I can't, you know, you guys know being creative is not something that you're at kind of the master of I, I don't feel that way I yeah. feel like I'm sitting next to a phone waiting for it to call yeah. and, I, and when it rings you fucking yeah. take, you no. do it yeah. and that has been probably the hardest thing for us is that you know especially when we had five, nothing else to go yeah. in our lives then yeah the five of us just spend all of our time together anyway so there was no urgency to be creative at a certain moment you could let it happen, and then when it happened, you could stay into it as kind of as long as you want because there was no curfew. There was, you know, yeah, I'm sure and, with and, the band well, scheduling to fuck is not as fun as just like <sighs> you know what I mean. True, it's, you know, you guys. I don't, just under- I don't understand you the guys, metaphor. You guys used to write together <laughs> and just get, hang, I and don't like get the metaphor. You guys used to hang and just tangle up and braid each other, but now yeah, now you have to make like an appointment. Yeah, make an appointment to yeah. do it, and 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 and, that, a lot of, and it's during the day. Yeah, be be creative. Go. Yeah, yeah, and like a four hour window. I mean, it takes us. I mean, but that's our- that's that's really that you know I think to me what I've sort of noticed over the years is I can't put myself in a situation where the chances of of it reaching the level I'd like it to reach are not good you know starting that way mm-hmm. by like I got four hours to get something awesome right but what are the chances you know I mean you're kind of setting yourself up yeah. for like oh no yeah what's yeah, well, totally. to me why we need like. A, like a place in the desert like we a know, retreat sure. we need to go away sure. and we've talked about it and it's just hard like, kick your shoes off at the front door will retreat you, will you yeah, come and speak to our down. wives please <laughs> I will do you like you know when we have our writing sessions it is I think Soda you were about to say this like the first 90 minutes is spent just bullshitting with each right. other like we don't even get to work what's the equivalent of like that in a in a a jam session or writing work, work session do you guys play like dueling banjos or shit like that or <laughs> we, we do um, 
with it's really the same thing. I mean, every rehearsal will rehearse for five or six hours. Yeah, and the first two are like. Dude, look at this! All this, you know. <laughs> you kick around right before you even pick up instruments, right? Yeah, you're pro- yeah I mean, uh, I think you know, grab ass. What both groups, yours and and ours, do is a way to try to be a mental child till the day you're ninety. So <laughs> yes. there's 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 that sort of um, hang that's necessary in order to set the stage for. Dumb dumb shit. <laughs> but do you but do you still make appointments in a sense with the other guys of the band? Say hey, let's meet at my place and whatever. And we're well, work for the three way, hours or the way, the way to, you know when we cause we have those same constraints a lot of times too, where it's four or five hours is all you get. Yeah, and the way that it's worked for us to get around it is to say okay, four or five hours every day. Yeah, you know, five days a week, and and that way. There's a regularity where something can occur. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You're not putting all your eggs into one five-hour basket. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know? Where it's like one day or yeah. one weekend. Right. Because a retreat can be tough, too, where it's like, let's go to Josh Tree for the weekend. It better pay off, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hope yeah. we get yeah. something good. Yeah, yeah, hop into my car. Yeah, yeah. What do you think is going to happen right. while you're on the way there? But I, it could be happening yeah. now. I think well, the, what, the way that we talked about it as we, you know, we're 16, <laughs> 17 drafts into Super Troopers. Right. As we talked about it, uh, you know, is that if you look at the original movie, so much of it were, were riff sessions based on car trips. And look, we've got the script where we're all very happy with it. But but I think the idea would be go out on the road just to see if anything you get anything extra if you, from sure, all sure. the fucking getting stoned and all yeah. the bullshit and all driving around. And you're together. You you're, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You make each other laugh. Conjoined, yeah. you know, right to, together that possibility you know yeah and there's no pressure to say okay look we got to go we're going to write these set pieces we're going to write these scenes the, this the, since the script is done now it would be like just gravy you could do a whole a gravy weekend in the yeah, desert do sounds, gravy sounds That's naughty not gravy <laughs> <laughs> so then like, did the guys come over like at night like when does a like when does a rock band do this stuff like i prefer it at night because prefer at night people right? do what they want to do in the dark you know yeah. so, but it's not let's meet at 10 a.m and we music. we were going in the studio at 10 a.m yeah you know um and and an in an attempt to not be working till four in the morning, but then you just work from ten to four. Right, right. Well, when you get a guy like Elton John in, right? He's probably is he into into doing one it o'clock. at night or one, one o'clock, o'clock in the afternoon? PM. And do you have to call him Sir Elton? We call him Reg. I bet you call him Reg. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I I, I didn't realize he was knighted. Oh yeah, because I just was like uh, doing something else. You know that day. But <laughs> when he <laughs> left, they were like, everyone was like, Sir. <laughs> oh, was I supposed to do something? Was I supposed, was so he I didn't look at you stuff? sideways when you didn't call him sir? He, he didn't flip it? his wig? I've earned it. <laughs> he's go. actually the funniest, dirtiest talking like, he's, British rock bloke. He is He is the queen bitch. He's the greatest, most entertaining, and like kind of passionate guy. Like he's into, he blew my mind that how into music he was. Right. You know, I mean, he's still playing all these shows per year. It just, it was. Does he walk in and like make a scene, being like, "Here's the queen of the Stone Age"? Like, what, like how does he walk into a room? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he's there. Yeah, I'm and, the queen of the Stone and, Age, and and he he you should you know yeah, of course. Yes. I mean, he's he was wearing he's all he was wearing all blue. Yeah, and he had blue sunglasses on. The lenses were blue, and I at one point we're playing, and he's smiling, and we're jamming together, and it's a complicated song, and he is hanging on by a thread, and so am I, and I realize. I look completely blue. I look like a fucking smurf. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like, so I'm just like blue, yeah. you know? That blue bloke. Yeah. Elton John. Uh, you know, Elton John, I, I find, I mean, he's not underrated because obviously he's 
got a billion fucking hits. Right. But he like, as a piano player, he's underrated. Do you yeah. think? Yeah, it's been many years since someone got to like feel the wrath of his keys. You know, he huh. he is a fucking shredder. Yeah, right. in a tasteful, good way, and that's the thing that actually took me back the most was like, whoa, um, he he can he, he can do what only a like a real talented motherfucker can do. But it's an, it's an unfair question. Uh, compare that to John Paul Jones in terms of being surprised by something like that, or you know, well, the fact that John can play everything except drums right, right, so right. well that it's you're sort of like here and you just hand him your mm. guitar and you walk out of the room you know mm. was no surprise it was just sort of like stupefying but you pl- no. you can play multiple instruments too right i mean yeah yeah are you a but, piano but, player too or? no no did not you teach even, yourself or did you yeah, yeah but mandolin yeah uh, can you play a mandolin he definitely yeah. played a mandolin. and woman dolin too yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. and Bolin. uh Amberlin. Now that's Anne that's Boleyn. a deeper cut. That's yeah, yeah. Amberlin is a deeper <laughs> cut. <laughs> Amberlin. Actually, there's a John Popper saying about Amberlin and Amberlin. John Popper. Yeah, we had him on the podcast. He gave you a harmonica. Well, here's the. I've I've told the story so many times. You've never given me a harmonica. Well, no, I was learning. Terrible, you know the harmonica. Terrible. I was teaching myself to play the harmonica, and I'm and I met Popper. Oh, your wife must dig that. Yeah. Just in the bathroom, I'm going to surprise you for your birthday. <laughs> Ninja, when are you going to put away that juice hop? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's how, my wife is Cuban from Miami, so she does speak like that. She's listening right now, so watch your fucking stuff. <laughs> no, no, but like, so he, he actually came up to me in a bar in New York City and was like, a big fan. And, uh, and I was like, holy shit. You know, but talking, talking, and and finally, I was like, yeah, I've been teaching myself to play the harmonica. I've just, I've been struggling with bending notes. I don't know how to do it. And so, like, he whipped out a harmonica and started giving me a lesson. As I got fucking distracted by some like people bringing shots up or something, I'm like, hey, and he's going, <laughs> you're not listening, this is virtuoso harmonica. Yeah, the, player one of the face. greatest players in the world. And with that the fishing thing, vest on and like yeah. twenty of them. Yeah, he's got like, twenty. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. So at the end of it. He, so I missed the lesson, by the way, and he gave me his harmonica. And then I came back to L.A. and was like, holy fucking shit, I met John Popper. He gave me his harmonica. These guys were smelling the harmonica and like, putting it in their <laughs> Dude, mouth. Yeah. Well, because it smelled like weed. I mean, yeah. Dude, weed. It was. It was really cool. Like, For harmonica Think how much weed's been <laughs> blown through this <laughs> yes, monica. Yes. Hey, monica. Yeah. 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 But so then uh, he came to uh, – we had a comedy show in New York, and, he, and I invited him. He showed up and uh, and – Afterwards, Heffernan fucking walked out with a harmonica, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, so he's like calling cards. He's got yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. And then he revealed that he just carries them and he gives them out to people. Yeah, like we went to the show and he chucking them into the crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we were just like, "Ow, yeah. ow, don't!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't want that. That's but, what he's doing. And Lemmy's like, every harmonica that goes to somebody else, it's, like, it's fucking <laughs> cheapens well, my harmonica yeah. by one note. Well, it does, and you realize that's, that there is no matter what that. happens. That's sad. Like we do our live stand-up comedy shows. It's like that. That Tim. From uh, from Cleveland, right, right, right. Yeah. Comes to all our Ohio shows, and sometimes you know he just showed up. Uh, we were in Dayton, and he came two nights in a row. You get that look behind the curtain, and you see there is a reality. There is a certain amount of repetition that you are gonna like. Got a good joke from the night before? I'm fucking throw it out here tonight. <laughs> He's there for both. Of those, yeah, you sure. Know? Yeah, that's that's the driving force, though. Is you know there could be only one person that's seeing it two nights in a row, but they know yeah that you've done something different, and yeah. that feels like that's an internal high five that's pretty yeah. heavy, you know. Yeah. But like with, that dude set front and center for every well, show, and you're like, I just did this joke for you last night, and that's the thing though. Going like, like <laughs> 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 just give him a harmonica, he'll be fine. Just the harmonica kids. Yeah. How how uh, how many like days out of the year do you tour? Are you like on the road? Too many. <laughs> still, still this day, like I, like two hundred. Yeah, yeah. well, two hundred fifty. 
Well, every time I think like every the time one I think who, you're coming back for a while, the one who gets closest without going over wins a p- <laughs> Price is Right rules. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, like a lot, um, yeah. and but I'm trying between to between all the bands. We used to go. We we oh. used to go for two months at a time, and I just can't do anything like that now. Yeah, if we go to Europe, we'll go there for a month because you're there and everything. Yeah, but. I try in the states to just go two, couple two weeks. and a half weeks. Yeah. But you'll, if you go to Europe, will you bring your family, or like will you? Guys- yeah, we're gonna go to we're gonna play Europe in May and and into June. And we found this really great place in Spain. In the band, we go vacation together. Yeah, that's how yeah. it changed. That's how rock and roll changes. You end up bringing all your families with you, right? Yeah, and it's but it's fun. You're, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you're we're in the middle of nowhere in Spain, and nobody cares who you aren't. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, you know. Um, and since they're on the verge of financial collapse, it's really cheap. Sure, really get no. your own castle. What a bargain! Yeah. No, in it, Barcelona, it's, it's yeah. really it's wonder it's and wonderful there. Great it's, vineyard. It's it's so. Incredible. You did that already, right? You did yeah. it. Yeah, and we're going again. Year? We're going to the same place. Tuscany. Yeah. Tusk. I want to go to Tuscany. Are you wearing Tuscany right now? <laughs> that sounds good. Who are you wearing? I'm wearing Tuscany poor. Oh, oh, oh. oh. It means man, right? It means man. In French, yeah. You're like a fucking man right there, bro. You are. You're six you foot about a motorcycle. Man. Six foot the three. Male man. Animal, animal the male man. Uh, you know, I was thinking, our last names are very similar. They're cut from the same cloth. We have a five letter from the Double from M-M-E. the MME family. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You guys could do <laughs> some MME together. Me, yeah. It'd be like a great it's MME funny. tag team. Yeah, team. Holy awesome. shit, we fucking should. That'd Dude, be that'd, awesome. It'd be a good sketch, if nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Sam and M's. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an L-E, so French. I know it's an Italian last name, but it comes from Belgium. By you know, sure. So so that actually means I'm a le me, le me, okay. and you're a ho me. Oh, I didn't call you J ho. I wanted to call you J ho today. What up, no. J ho? What's up, man? <laughs> how you doing, J ho? Good. How did it feel when you finally yeah, said J-ho. it? How did it feel? As good as I thought it was. It wasn't as good as I thought it would be. Actually, <laughs> no, because I, I I pictured it. I was going to say like, what up, J ho? Because that fucking rolls off the tongue. Yeah, many people, many people in they our call you that. Yeah, at the Scientology Center, call me that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about Joe ho? You got Joe ho? I don't Joe-ho. get much Joe ho. You know. Do you eat coho salmon? I do eat coho. It's delish. <laughs> is that is that your huge? Oh uh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's a no, no. Uh, uh, this is this, this is a wordplay terrier on here. <laughs> That's, you've witnessed him at his. Most heffernanian. He doesn't. I. You know. I don't think he's been so bad today. I've been pretty good. He like usually he's dickish. got he's got his list and he wants to go in order. But this has been more free for me than he usually allows. Yeah, more jazz, I, I more a, jazz than you jazz. like. No, I, I like to go. Here's on his it. list, which is also on my list of things too. His nickname. Do you know his nickname? No. What is it? Queen. Ooh, it's huh? always been. nice, huh? Yeah, nice. you have a special place in your heart for that word. We've gotten tighter just now. I know. Queens and He's Queen. Tough to breathe, right? Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to tell him how you got that nickname? Uh, people know this. People know. They story. know the story. You can, he can tell the story. I don't story. know how he got this. I don't. I don't know. Who is the first? rock star that you met okay so like uh i guess you're starting to starting to hit and so now you're being invited to the grammys and like who's the first rock star that you met that you got starstruck by do you remember um i grew up listening to the misfits Mm -hmm. completely all the all the time and and we got a chance when i was eight eighteen or nineteen danzig asked us to go on tour yeah and he he was (laughs) everyone's like oh he's such a dick and all this stuff but he was so sweet and he was, you know, we're in this comic book store where he's probably spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know. He was just the night, he was really cool with, with me. And and then shortly after that, I met the guitar player for GBH. His name is Jock. And I had, and I met him and the singer, Colin. And for me, that was huge. Mm-hmm. 
you know and meanwhile we were meeting these other people that were in bigger bands that were like I'm a, I really like your band and we're like and it wasn't <laughs> it was that big thing. of a deal you yeah. know and but the first time I was ever truly blown away was when we jammed with Billy Gibbons I was just like yeah yeah because how thought, far in your career was that was that like I literally was in the bathroom straightening my shirt right. was mm-hmm. like yeah he's gonna notice this it's better. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then yeah, I was yeah, like what yeah. the fuck am I doing man? Yeah, yeah. you know I've been getting cleaned up for Billy <laughs> yeah. Gibbons yeah, yeah. Well, I can't I'm even shave hi Billy I'm so clean oh my <laughs> yeah. god right, so, oh, did I just say that yeah. but those are the, I mean those are those great dorky moments where you realize you are essentially you're going out on a mandate a little bit. Fuck yeah. With a total badass. Yeah. And if you were gonna go out on a mandate, shouldn't it be with a total badass and Yeah. Yeah. And and there was this chance to really like leapfrog and learn all this cool shit from a guy that's so whoever that person is, you know, yeah. Hopefully I've had I, I've been really lucky and you know, haven't been disappointed and with some of these folks that I've met that I Right. Seeing really behind into. the curtain. Was it, yeah. was it right? Well, that's what you know. Jay said the other day. He was like, you know, never meet your heroes. Yeah. And it is true. It's like you. But Jay said it in reference to what though? Did you had Jay met had a bad experience? Being bummed out. No, I I don't even know if I should say it. It's tough. It's tough politically. Well, I, see, I, I'm more like you need to be willing to tell your hero to go fuck himself <laughs> or herself. That's a good thing. Yeah. To think because about, because right? what if your hero is the president of the United States? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Start fucking. Boom. <laughs> because I, I think if, if you. Um, if you're not willing to realize the human side, and if someone is being a dick, you should. That's the you know the rest has all been practiced for a moment like this. You know, I I love the the chance to if someone's being a jerk, and I thought they were cool to be like, you need to shut the fuck up right now. Well, it's but if sir it's a elton true, had like you know absolute, started chewing absolutely. somebody out you would have uh, the hey red if he had come if he had come Abs- running up to you yeah. while you were on the piano would you have strangled sir elton <laughs> if he was in silhouette like that yeah, yeah i mean well i think i'm willing to do as i said whatever i think it doesn't really matter what does it matter who it would be mm-hmm. i think you should be willing to do whatever the fuck sure. you think is the right thing to do i think also in that in that point in that from that perspective like like uh I you know I I don't what I really respect is when somebody comes up and I know they're a fan but they have that no bullshit approach and they are willing to say fuck off. And well, it's easier to talk to that guy than the guy who's like shaking and like sure. and all he wants to do is 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 quote your lines back at you. I mean yeah. that's always a better guy to hang out with is yeah. Be like, yeah, you did that one thing. Yeah, that's kind of Well, I here, I mean you know? I don't feel uh, you know I just think there's no need to to walk up and critique someone either, and uh, or there's almost there are two different bubbles, and it's dangerous to have them overlap too much, you know, because um, there should be a cool mystery and something with the fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 um, you want to leave something left to to discover, you know. Yeah, and and when you're meeting someone that is a peer of yours. Um, it's wonderful when they're really cool and and not bitter and still entranced by art, you know. Yeah. And when they're a dick, it's also wonderful to be like, "You're a total fucking <laughs> You're asshole." A dick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And 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 say, <laughs> "But you were very lovely, and it was nice to meet you." But yeah. this this person is a cunt. Right. Yeah. Right. Because um, why not? Why not let her rip? Sure. You, know? you only live once, right. and Are it's you... clear I've put my foot in my mouth many times in sure. my life. Are you allowed to tell us? Uh, politically, who the biggest cunt in rock and roll is? YOLO. 
You don't have because to answer I, this because, question. I'm because just I had to have to think hard. It's not. I, it, nothing's leaping to mind. Sure. But I I feel like um, if you're if you're at least uh, honest about your own feelings, that doesn't mean you need to walk around telling everyone, "Hey, I'm Josh. This is what I think." Yeah. But if that situation arises and you're willing to say what other people wish they could say, it sort of becomes its own calling card where other cunts stay away from you. Sure. <laughs> you know, that Josh Homme, he's he, a cunt hater. He hates cunts. Yeah. Stay away from <laughs> him. Classic cunt hater. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> doesn't Classic. matter what it's like. If, but I think, you know, I've met some real ding-dongs. Yeah. And, oh, he's a ding-dong enjoy- hater, too. Oh, yeah. He's a ding-dong lover. I don't know oh, whether he hates birds a cunt or a ding-dong. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> it's what, so hard yeah. to understand I like you. I neither. But, uh, no, it, it's, it was the, the cool thing that, that was very relaxing when I got to meet the rest of your gang was that everybody was very cool very relaxed and you know it's an intimidating thing just to say to step into a any kind of rock and roll world and and we've all probably watched too much tv and expected that it would be this somewhat vicious and 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 it was just you know but once you've seen and been around bands or entertainers or whatever the word you want to use where they're like where's my tea Where's Mike? And sure. and you or you and you see someone belittle someone else because they're intimidated by him because they're fragile ego. And once you see all that stuff, um, you and know, it happens. It happens. It happens yeah, all, the all the friggin' yeah. time. And so, really, we try to create a world that is the antithesis of that, where you can just, you know, all the guys in, the, in Queens are pros, and they don't want to be around people like that. Just want to try to make something cool. You know, it doesn't make us the coolest. Even people try. At all. Even try. Troy, Troy's the exception. He loves his tea. He but he's loves Dutch. His tea. Yeah. No, Katie, so, what do we got? What are we? 90. What are we? Like a two, two 95 and a half hours? We're at 90, 95 minutes. Wow. Yeah, that's that's we're warmed up. We're warmed up. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. That's okay, too we're long. here with Josh. Yeah. 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 I like the, Troy quite a bit. I do too. <laughs> Troy can handle all situations. He's, I love Troy. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's like a survival bag full of goodies, you know? He and I went out one night. I almost got us our asses kicked. Really? I've never heard that. Yeah, you have. You have. We, uh, he and I, and T. Chad, my wife, went out to a like a shitty ass bar near the Valley. We both lived in in Woodland Hills, okay, yeah. blocks away from each other, and so we went out to some shitty fucking bar. And I my, think I heard the story. Yeah, my wife went up to the bar to get a drink, and a dude put his hand on her ass, and I was just drunk enough to be like, "Hey, get your hand off my wife's ass!" Yeah, but he was. It was just me and Troy at the table, right. and he was with like ten dudes. Right, and. Uh, but see, I love that because you need to be willing to lose. <laughs> you know, that's that's the key. Sure, it's like you got to do the right you thing. You got to be fearless, dude. Even, well, it's well, it that was hurt, automatic. It doesn't though. hurt that yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. dude squeezed my <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, the dude squeezed my wife's ass. Sure, sure. And it's he, a great ass. It's a great ass. Yeah, but he are you gonna let him talk that way about <laughs> yeah. you? She's listening. She he knows. verbally squeezed. No. She's listening. But he he. Uh, you know, in fact, I actually have. I want to show you something, but. Okay. Uh, but so who grows? So, luckily, so Troy, Troy got worried. <laughs> yeah, I definitely was worried. But that, the guy actually came over and apologized. I guess he could, he respected my conviction. Yeah, because there was ten guys and you were like, "That's not cool." Yeah, yeah. and it's 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 worth it. like everything else. I, as I said, everything else is almost just practice for that moment. It's like where you can sure. be yourself and you're do in your the thing. moment. Yeah. Um, what did Troy, did Troy egg you on, or did he try to defuse the situation? He's no, like, "Go, no, you pussy." Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, no, no, no. Then I you hear his car yeah. take off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, this guy says you're cute, and then he, runs out. Yeah. he loves you. <laughs> he says you're cute. This guy says you're really cute. He wishes you'd squeeze his ass. Yeah, he yeah. loves See it. You later, sucker. I wish he said that. Fucking no, no. Then we we went back to my house and drank Chimay. 
<laughs> squeeze the shit out of each other's <laughs> asses. Here. Yeah, we actually we were we were laying on these guys. Know they, I have a fireplace that comes out of the floor. Or, no, I mean, the fireplace doesn't fire really exist. In the living room. Right? <laughs> yeah. Very, very uh, porn. Yeah. Valley porn. You're like, come on in. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 But so we, we, you know, you tend to wind up laying on your side by the fire. <laughs> that is so wrong. Did you guys, did Detroit lay by his side? Oh, oh yeah. We Detroit lay by his, si- his own side. <laughs> lay yeah. by your side. Lay by your shit. Blow my yeah. mind. Yeah, Trey laid by his side. Trey laid by Trey. Trey. Side. Trey. Lay by his side. <laughs> Trey. All right, we had a roll. Yeah, we gotta wrap it up. Are Enough we done? of this. Yeah, what uh, what uh, what's happening? Says what are you guys you. doing next? Says you. What do you get? What are you doing next? I hate you. Hey, stuff. Which we're band? Go, which band are you gonna work with? We're now? gonna we're gonna go to Australia and and when are you going go to headline for who? For Queens? Or yeah, for, they call it Oz over there, by the way. Yeah, Oz. that's the cool way if you want to ingratiate yourself. Indeed. Yeah, we're gonna do some stuff with the Lollipop Guild there. And um, okay, sweet. No, uh, uh, have you been following Bruce Springsteen's uh, exploits over there in Australia? No, he's been touring over there and just singing the shit out of local stuff. Like he played, uh, he played "Highway to Hell" at one yep, gig. Yeah, he played in an excess song the other night. He played "Don't Change." Yeah, but he's been playing. I love that song. It's a great fucking. I, I song. love in excess. I, I, think no. the, I have a great in excess story. A great in excess story. It's actually not a great in excess story. The thing about those it's Bruce good. Springsteen playing ACDC though is, I, you sent me that link and I watch it and it's like Max Weinberg like playing the drums I know. in the back That's... like this and it's like you're like nah, it doesn't fit. It is yeah, it li- fit. little man, Steven. Take there. it, Weinberg. By the way, you know when we were talking about like you know swapping band members out and we were discussing you know like I always I was thinking about that I, you know it's like the band tends to exist I think because of the. The lead singer, the you know, people follow them. It's lead singer is the identity, is the face of the band to a certain degree. ACDC happens to be the exception to that rule. Well, that's the one where yeah, well, the that's lead where guitar. You, that's is, where you understand that yeah. the, whoever has the most sort of like potent, the biggest balls, per, yeah, and, <laughs> which is very ACDC <laughs> to say. Yeah. Um, you know, but there some people are, are just sort of pillars of what they do and. Mm-hmm. And there's always that chance to become that or be that or, uh, you know. Um, so it really depends because Ang- Malcolm Young is the greatest rhythm guitar yeah. player. It's yeah. so so fucking good. Yeah, and Angus. Yeah. And Angus is insane. Yeah. 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 And they replaced Bon Scott, who's one of my favorite singers of all time, with, with just a a fucking badass. Well, this yeah. is this is really what I yeah. the point. How I'm do fight. you do that? That's not that's no Hagar mistake. This is the fight that we. Well, have. that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's like they're the one band in history that replaced a lead singer. You know when you see some of these bands like uh, that are out with a different singer, like Journey, it's not the same. It's not going to be the same. ACDC actually successfully pulled it. Well, off. they did it, and then six months later they put out the biggest album, you know, of their one of the, in the history of the world. Yeah, one of the biggest albums. Yeah, one of the best late night things is having kangaroo courts with these guys where they try the case of who's the better singer <laughs> now, with, now keep playing songs and making speeches now, have, you heard, have you heard Back in Black with Bond singing all that stuff no yeah no? there's a bunch there? of there's a bunch of recordings of him singing well I thought that was always the mystery of how much of that album did he write versus it come together after he died well they were very mysterious for about sure it. for sure no if, even if he wrote all his own parts and yeah. then they were saying it's like it should come out you know what I mean oh yeah and and I mean, it feels to me like you were a lot. Because if you listen, I, to, if you listen to uh, Highway to Hell, I mean, you're starting to hear Back in Black, and yeah. Highway to Hell. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's all yeah, you, it's all rolling that yeah. direction. Yeah, and and but you brought up Journey with the singer from uh, El Salvador, or, yeah, 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 Manila, and, and they're asking him to copy. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's true. And the difference is Brian Johnson is like 
They're like, take it from here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's the request. Like, yeah. pick it up. Oh, and, and, he, and keep he, walking. And then he butt fucked it. Yeah, yeah. and then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I imagine him like ordering room service. Like, ah, that where you're just like, ah, yeah. why you? Yeah, it's, you yeah, can have as many eggs yeah. as you want. Yeah, I don't cool. care. Don't. No. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, our, our late night debates were not about. I don't like the other version of the group. Like, we both love both versions of the group. Yeah, of course. How could you? And, and, I, and we I've both had, love both singers. And I've had uh, uh, even more of a Bon Scott Renaissance recently, I feel like. Bon Scott. I, just, I don't love Elfin. I don't like Elfin Bob, He's not Bon Scott. Scott. Those songs, I, I just, I love the more kind of well, like powerager. Yeah, like those songs. I like the Yeah, but his voice is so... Let there be rock. Ew, and, when he's know, like that. Ew, I love, yeah, I love yeah, that. I like yeah. that. He's so wicked. Dirty Deeds is just... Oh, it's I mean, a whole so... lot of Rosie, like a whole lot of Rosie, he just fucking wails on that song. That whole, that's 12, that whole fucking this no, But this notion that he was like older than those guys. Yeah. A missing tooth, pants pulled up all tight, and he's like, hi. Yeah, 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 Where you're like, oh my fucking God, yeah. what is going on here? Yeah. It's so unabashed and badass. And oh, yeah. Well, also genuinely dirty. Like when he sings about the jack, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I believe he's got the jack. Yeah, dude. But that's what, you know, that's why it's like, that's why you have to let it be real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because otherwise you'll never have the motherfucking jack ever. Yeah. Yeah. Unle- uh, unless you, you know. <laughs> right. he, liked, he liked the jack. You ever, you ever yeah. know anyone who's like tried to be cool and that worked? Yeah. You can't fucking try to do that. Not but, to be Yoda on you, but you can't yeah. try no, to right. do this. We have this fight about, this conversation all the time about like I went and saw Van Halen when I was like in high school. And you know, Michael Anthony comes out on the stage mm. and he's got uh, Were they Van Hagar or Van Halen? They're Van Hagar actually. They're okay, so, but it doesn't matter, it's Michael Anthony, you know, he's yeah. either way. So Michael Anthony comes out okay, on the stage. Because I saw Van Halen in concert in high school. <laughs> he comes out with his bottle of Jack. He comes out with a fucking bottle of Jack and he chugs the whole bottle of Jack and the crowd's going crazy. And I'm sitting there going, "Well, oh, fucking bullshit." It's iced tea. It's yeah. iced tea. He like, was already yeah. cynical at he, age. He passed out. Fucking like, passed, and then he plays his jack bass, you know. And I'm like, uh, you know, that's he's bullshit. got the jack, and then yeah. he jacks off. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, that's that's the difference. It's like that guy doesn't really drink jack. How do you fucking know? Well, he didn't drink it right there. And it, and anyone who walks out and does that, I'll is tell lame, you. I'll tell you what. Here's a, here's another little thing. I don't even like telling a story, but. Um, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> well, I this like is like stories. Ooh, I hate what I'm doing. Uh, no, but it's like I, like I went and saw uh, Van Halen. The, it was the uh, the Diver Down tour, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine went backstage. There was a moment in, in the show when Alex Van Halen was doing a drum solo, mm-hmm. and the, the house lights were off, and he would hit the drum, and house lights would come on, and then flash off. Right, and so we'd start getting faster and faster and creating a strobe sure, light sure. to the point where he was wailing so fucking hard <laughs> right. that the lights were just on and the crowd was going fucking nuts and my my friend was backstage he said there was a secondary drum set behind the stage oh, where they had, had another guy playing. what helping him out on the uh, on the drum why set. and another guy what? filling another guy uh, how, jacket, yeah, but yeah, yeah, and drinking it for him behind wait but the how stage. would that as a, as a musician that would be an unnecessary addition that would only confuse things that probably is not correct I Okay. Okay. Not to mention that he shreds so many balls that there, his sure. house just must be sure. filled with balls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just but, where you're like, I'll shred these in the morning. I'm going to bed. You know yeah. what though? I gotta tell you, I'm like, I fucking love loved Van Halen when I was growing up, and like, I think they're the third show I ever saw. Fucking loved them. Loved David Lee Roth. Saw them in concert a f- uh, like two tours ago mm-hmm. when they first had David Lee Roth. Fucking loved them. I was like, holy shit, they still are the top two live bands I've seen the other being ACDC yeah. yeah then I saw the last tour when they were starting to fucking fight again yeah 
And David Lee Roth's vocals were down, even though he sounds fucking fantastic. Well, he's an entertainer that's, he's, yeah. you know. He's showman. He's, he's not trying to say, man. see, it's my problem is if someone's saying, this is Jack. Right. And it's not. Right. I have a problem with that. Yeah. If someone's saying, this is T. <laughs> right. Right. That, or 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 downing Jack, then do it. But, but there's also like a, there's a there's a comic side to it. If you're doing it for like a laugh or a comedy side, if you're doing it like where I'm trying to say you're saying it's I'm real tough, but yeah. I'm not really that. It's tough. It's like WWE. WWE. You know, it's like you're putting on a show. We sure. sure. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the we now. Oh, we gotta wrap. We gotta wrap it up. Yeah, we're mm. running into two hours now. Good. Bye. Um, we gotta chew. You gotta chew on the way out. Uh, Josh Homme, thank, thank you, you for joining us, man. This thank is you a good for, bullshit session. Thank you for Soder. Thank, thank you, you for joining me. us, Soder. Always a pleasure. Third Always time's a pleasure. the charm. Thanks, Soder. Charm. I like yeah. to think. All right, chew on the way out. Mm-hmm. That's not crazy, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but still lumpy. Now leaving Nerdist.com.